0: I forget how incredible how did he make that? It's so it was good. practical. Kevin Kennedy so actually did that and shot a real pumpkin <laughs> burning out.
1: That's incredible. It's That's
0: So cool. So cool. So shout out to Kevin Kennedy for absolutely killing the game. Of course, welcome to Kind of Funnies in Review. I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by It's Christmas in October, Joey Noel.
1: I can't believe you've never seen point break. Never.
2: We have to do Swayze in review. We but have, it,
3: to, it's, we have, to, we have to be on the so, I know. About we this. need
1: to start with Dirty Dancing and with Ghost. Yeah. Uh, Even
3: Snowbike Mike has seen it. Oh, that's,
1: see, Elise, that's the thing. That's, that's the thing that's the most criminal about this mm-hmm. is that we went through a whole rigmarole with Snowbike Mike, training him up, showing him this, watching him cry with the beautiful bromance that is the connection of Keanu Reeves and P. Emma Swayze. Swayze. <laughs> and Tim stayed silent. He didn't say a damn word. I, I just learned this today, and I am shocked. We got to really go shocked. We can do it again. There's no stopping
0: us. Isn't that right, producer slash seducer Nick Scarborough? Sam, you want to watch Point Break right now. I'm sure this entire <laughs> crew of people will sit through it with you. Let's do it. Let's go. I love that. The crew is large today, everybody. Uh, in the spare bedroom studio right now, we have me, Nick, and Joey. But joining us from the beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, we have Chris Anka. Evil doing?
4: ends tonight.
0: It does. It <laughs> oh, does. Finally. And James and Elise Willems
4: Oh, it's great to be back in the spare bedroom. Uh, it's a different view than we had before, but it, it still looks great. It still looks awesome. How's Living Nick's back
1: end doing? Yeah. Can you see what I'm looking at on my screen, James?
4: Oh yeah. Oh, let me see. Uh, wait. No, which way? This way. Which way? way. That way. way.
1: Over here. Yeah. Right shoulder. Uh, there you go
4: pretty good pretty good uh, not oh, bad oh you oh. should close those tabs oh man. shoot that was from last night <laughs> <laughs> of really course
0: this now. is kind of Funny's in review where each and every week we get together to rank review and recap different movie franchises uh this is a little late because we had to launch the studio so we're doing Halloween and it'll be coming out on Halloween that's kind of a fun thing uh next week we're going to be doing our Black Panther rewatch to lead into the following week's Black Panther Wakanda forever review very excited for all of that you can get it all on YouTube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com You could also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review, and we'll be right there for you. Uh, if you wanted to get the show ad-free and watch live as we record it, though, you gotta go to patreon.com slash kinda funny, just like our Patreon producers, Al Tribesman, Molecule, and Fargo Brady have all done. We appreciate you also very much. Today we're brought to you by Chime, Rocket Money, and Wonderies, the official The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power podcast. But we'll talk about that later. We gotta get right into it, y'all. Halloween ends. All right. Uh fun little tidbit for you. It uses the same blue font that Halloween three Season of the Witch did.
1: Oh. and Halloween Kills
0: used the same font that the original Halloween two did. Oh. And Halloween twenty eighteen used the same font as original Halloween. The original nineteen seventy-eight Halloween. Fun little facts for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Uh this one had a runtime of an hour fifty-one minutes. It was released on October 14th, 2022. Um, with uh in theaters and on Peacock. But you can only watch it for sixty days on Peacock. So you're Evil's running out of time for you to watch it Mm. on Peacock. Evil dies
1: tonight, but after tonight, it's going to go over to Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) This is uh, once again directed by David Gordon Green. He directed the dramas George Washington, All the Real Girls, and Snow Angels before going over to the comedy side of things with Pineapple Express, Your Highness, and The Sitter. Um, And then he did the the most recent Halloween series that we've been reviewing here.
2: Did he do all three of them? He did.
0: He did. He did. Mm,
2: interesting.
0: Music is done by John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, his son, and Daniel Davies, once again, coming back from the last movie. Uh this one had a budget of 33 million, which is mm. a lot mm. more than last year's movie and the uh 2018 one. 2018 was 15 mm, mil. They spent last on. year was 20 million. A mil. lot of craft service, probably. <laughs> reshoots. A lot of reshoots yeah, uh, for yeah. this oh, one. Uh boxed office though, so far, 85 million. It's kind of crushing.
2: But didn't the it drop like 80%? huge
0: percent. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. But it was doing doing really well. well that's gonna be that's gonna be because of Peacock, right? Like when it comes out on, on VOD, of course. But, I mean it's it it day and, and date. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Do they do Maybe they were just reviews. like, it's um, it almost not Halloween? Who wants to watch Halloween ends on you, November 1st? Forget it. We're all watching the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> yes, yes. Now I want to get into our thoughts on
0: this movie. And I want to start with one of my favorite people in the world, Elise Willems, because I called her last week to schedule this. (laughs) And I was like, yo, can you do this time? Can you do this day? And she's like, I'm going to be real with you. I stopped watching the movie. (laughs) And I want to know at least what is the update? Did you finish the movie? And what are your
5: thoughts?
3: When the launch of the spare bedroom was happening, it coincided with the release of Halloween ends. And I think I was a really aggressive proponent for how do we sneak away from this? How do we all (laughs) watch Halloween ends together as this tradition and i am so glad that, <laughs> that that did not happen because woof I'm, I'm i apologize to anybody that had any this movie resonated with them and they enjoyed it i, ap- I sincerely apologize i i am you know no uh uh author myself however i just did not this did not hit for me and we're, james and i were watching it and i just was was blown away by the 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 backlash against Halloween Kills the the way that people spoke of Halloween Kills and that I haven't seen any of that discourse for this movie which I think is is not as nearly entertaining to watch as Halloween Kills excuse me sir but <laughs> Halloween Kills at least had me riveted in my seat and I will say I will say this to you all today good sirs and madams etc uh, to me a horror movie uh, it, it If it's not being scary, it should be one of two other things. It should be, at the very least, have some intrigue. So, like, The Ring, for example, which there's a mystery. She's trying to unfold this mystery, unraveling, unpacking. Or funny, Cabin in the Woods, you know. Mm -hmm. Irreverent, scream, very funny. And to me, this movie was not being scary, but it was not doing either of those other things for me Mm -hmm. at any point. And I think it has an interesting premise. I don't want to spoil it, but the... The old you can spoil of, full spoilers go for it we're
1: full spoilers go for um,
3: it um the idea that somebody else absorbs michael myers essence and takes over that mantle interesting premise we've seen it a little bit the new chucky tv show has we've seen of course you know the the spirit of a killer jumping into a doll's body so why not uh the spirit of a man going into another man's body <sighs> just I, <laughs> interesting a- premise didn't I, I feel bad because Chris Anka, my, I, I swear I hope you didn't like this movie. <laughs> Give me a sign, Chris. Give me a sign. Did you like it or not? I don't know. I, I feel bad dumping on it. But I, yeah, I couldn't bring myself to finish it. And then I've since I texted you, Joey, but I've since watched Marcel the Shell with Shoes on twice.
4: Different
3: interview. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather watch Marcel the with Shoes four more times before having to sit down and finish this. No way. I'm sorry. I Apologize. Are we
1: throwing shade at Marcel the Shell with Shoes, or no. is that a movie we oh, like? No, no,
3: no. Yeah, it was a weird comparison. It's, it's, it's yeah, because you were <laughs> like, I'd rather watch this
1: movie that I love four more times no. than this movie that I hated.
3: <laughs> it's one of the best movies of the year. I, oh, okay. I beg of I'm you, looking go forward watch to it. this film.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh,
3: it. Janet, yeah, this, this this that we had we had.
1: Just, just, exactly. <laughs> <yeah>. um, exactly.
3: <laughs> complete complete erasure of um uh any, you know, uh what's her name? Uh Judy the, Greer? Judy complete Judy Greer erasure of this. Come it's on, it's just people. the one, one shot of her, her
2: picture. It's, it's been on, as, years. Uh, the background. I'm on sure her we'll get
3: into it, but Tim, I almost, when you called me, I almost walked off a bridge because I said I can't say no to Tim <laughs> Gettys. But how the hell am I going to do this in review when I can't finish this goddamn movie? Tough choice. I pitched
0: to her. Tough I was choice. like, you know, the thing is, we have so many people here. Like, well, we'll have seen it. And also yeah. you get to hear Nick tell you what happened. So, <laughs> so you probably get the best or worst version of this. I'm not sure. We'll have to see. But I want to go next to Chris Anka. What did you think of this movie?
6: So I saw a a tweet review that said this is a good movie just not a good sequel and I'll change that a little bit it's an okay movie but not a good sequel like it's a really good indie romance movie that has nothing to do with Halloween or Michael Myers he's barely a character in this and like I get what they're going for with the whole first act. And it's just like you jump the shark so fast of like a guy is kind of being ostracized a little bit to like, oh, he's just gonna become a serial killer. And I'm like, I, what? <laughs> like, I don't know what your thesis is. And the fact that we're wrapping up this trilogy and like Michael's in it for like maybe 10 minutes is just like a complete travesty. So it's like, yeah. I like what their intent was and they're kind of like diverging with like Season of the Witch, where like it's gonna kind of be a different movie. But like you've built this trilogy as like the ending of a trilogy, you need to land it. You can't just like ignore. It feels like they had nothing else to say about the movie, and I'm like, then just don't make this movie. Just it end feel- it with, with Halloween Kills. Was it just me,
3: Chris, or did it feel like they didn't watch the previous movies?
6: Yeah, like it's honestly shocking that it's just like the same crew for all three movies. Because I'm like, it feels like they made the first movie, and then like a fan made the second movie, and then someone who completely irrelevant made the third movie. Yeah, so some and facts- it's
0: all actually the same people. So originally, kills and ends were supposed to be shot back to back, and then because of COVID, that didn't happen. Mm. So like this movie was just like essentially doomed from the start because it yeah. ended up there was so many reshoots, there was so much like scheduling problems <laughs> to get things done. Do- but what's, doomed as an There There's a completely different end to this movie that exists that they shot, and like that what we got is like very different than than what people have been seeing in test huh. screenings. Yeah. And stuff.
5: Huh. Yeah. The ends
6: is, like, the only part of this movie I, I actually genuinely like. I, I like the
5: final so confrontation
6: <laughs> between Laurie and Michael. I thought that was a really good, like, 15-minute, like, oh, cool. Just, like, get rid of the rest of the uh, hour and 30 minutes. Just give me that after Halloween Kills. Have it be the same night. Like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Joey, what do you think?
2: I really did not like this movie. <laughs> um, I'm kind of with everyone. I think it's the most interesting um, to look at, yeah, the trilogy as a whole and how absolutely... Incoherent it is as a trilogy because it doesn't make any sense. I think one is so good, then you have two, which has like a lot of fun kills and fun moments. Like the opening with the firefighter stuff, I think is still so so cool. And then, yeah, to focus the last installment not at all on Michael Myers or even Lori, I think is like a huge miss. Um, for the story, I think that this story could have been a really interesting, like fourth installment of like mm. Michael's dead. And now it's Lori dealing with like, and her, or the tension between her and her granddaughter of like, how, like Michael's dead. How come you can't let go of like his spirit moving into this boy? Like, I think that could have been a little bit more interesting in terms of a story direction. Um But yeah, for the first 40 minutes, I was like, I, I is this the wrong movie? Like I just could, was so confused. Um And yeah, it is like a big jump between like this, Trauma, which also the Jamie Lee Curtis. Have you guys seen the supercut of her saying trauma, trauma over and over, trauma, trauma. <laughs> over and over again about this movie? Um,
1: so I won't stand for this. I won't stand for so... anyone making fun of <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis oh. in my presence.
2: <laughs> it is endearingly. I think it's. I love. Yes, it. she's the best. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I was so confused the whole time about how this this is the this is how it ends. I don't know. Um, I will say I did. I watched it like, or I watched bits and pieces of it again this morning. Um, And I like the new guy. What is his name? Corey? Corey. I like him, but I just think that this doesn't fit as like a third puzzle piece, personally.
1: Nick Scarpino. I, I, I found this movie very interesting, and I was not bored. And it was definitely, when you look at it, under the guise of is this a a solid Halloween movie like a third installment of the Halloween series absolutely not but I think honestly a lot of the criticism I would have of this movie is not of this movie it's the movie that came before it I think if Halloween Kills had been a stronger second act I think this movie would have played a lot better because it's smaller it's a lot more nuanced and it, it ends the themes that the first two set up I think nicely I actually like The fact that it's just a kind of a a weird fucked up romance between these two people who have suffered a lot of trauma. I like that there's a metaphor in there somewhere. And I like that the movie was a lot smaller. Honestly, I didn't really. I don't need another movie where Mike Myers Michael Myers walks around, stocks and gorily kills everyone. If you want that, there's like 30 movies in the series that we can go back and watch. I like that they tried something new. I like that. Um, I forget the actress's name, but the the actor that played Allison, I thought she was phenomenal. I think they had good chemistry. It was a little weird, to Joey's point, that he was just like, "I'm fine. I really I'm misunderstood." And then one day, it's like these fucking band geeks push me one more time. I'm going also, ham the fact on them. That
2: they were in high school and he was like 23. I also think is very well. Funny. Here's here's
1: what i'm gonna say that was hilarious but also it's unbelievable to me that they were like it should be a bunch of jocks right a bunch of jocks like driving past him, and then someone's like no what if it's band geeks?" what if it's the
0: drum line? what if it's the drum line that <laughs> oh, are just yeah. bullying this
1: guy and i was like man i mean guys listen when you see something that's world changing when you know that it's going to be different from here on out you recognize that moment and i paused it and i woke my wife up and i was like we're finally getting our comeuppance the band geeks are finally <laughs> starting to rule um I liked the story from from Laurie's perspective. I like where we found her. I like that it was about sort of letting go of that past trauma and like embracing life. And I like, I think she's got great chemistry with the guy that plays Frank. I thought that the two leads had good chemistry. And I thought it was a weird, weird, weird kind of interesting indie movie that shouldn't have been called Halloween. They should have called it anything else. But the fact that it is a Halloween movie just kind of sticks out in the series as a sore thumb. Having said that, I enjoyed it. I, I, I don't think it's a great movie, but I got through it. I was like, huh it was well directed and i like the style of it and i think that goes a long way as well james
4: uh, i'm going to agree with the majority here and and say that incoherent is probably the best word that i could come up with to describe this trilogy but uh, especially this film um i think that uh it is it's so wild the idea of being like let's make a halloween movie that's the end of this trilogy that doesn't have michael myers in it without but not like free of michael myers like it's still michael myers influence but it's it it just doesn't make any sense i also want to point out that it's not like we were watching the movie and elise got up and walked away (laughs) she she went to sleep okay she went to sleep but that and that happens all the time and often i will stop and ask do you want me to pause it she consciously turned to me and said do not and then <laughs> and then closed her eyes and then and then went to sleep. So it wasn't a walkout necessarily but you were you were done um
3: did you see the essence of Danny McBride's humor in it? So from what I was getting
4: yeah so so that's so that's what I was gonna say to, to Nick's thing like there's great ideas in this movie yeah great concepts the idea of someone inheriting this mantle every single execution of that idea was horrific in my opinion. Like, turning it on its head of that, like, it's not the jocks, it's the marching band, is very funny. In high school, I had a marching band that demanded that they get their own varsity jackets and, like, walked around like they were hot shit. But they were still marching band,
1: We We had those jackets. uh, Yeah. Our letters were just a little bit smaller than everyone else's letters, but it's okay. We'll take the win. We'll take the win. It's it's
4: one of those things that, like, fly on the wall of the room where uh, Danny and David are discussing their ideas for this movie. Probably was amazing. You know? Some guy comes in. He does this stuff. Everything changes. But in terms of an actual movie, it was it was mostly boring, unsatisfying, and uh, and it's weird. It, the I, I even when we talked through this, you know, uh, Chris brought up the great point of like what the first Halloween, the original, represents. You know, like mm-hmm. it represents that stranger coming into suburbia right. and like influence everything. I was like, I never thought of that before. And then as we talked through the halloween uh from a couple years ago we were like oh it's like all the embodiment of trauma i don't know what the these last two movies have meant at all It just it felt like oh go ahead
1: go ahead well i was gonna say i mean i i i i'll disagree because i think that the first one yes to that point the second one i think was like that mob mentality and that was the like of how ramped up people get when, when when, they're all together and nobody's thinking clearly. And I like that this, there's one line in this movie that stuck out with me where she was like, I think it was the sister of the woman who had been attacked in the, in the other one oh, okay. was like, your Michael Myers you warded him off he went away and the town needed to find someone to throw all their hate and their anger into and they chose my son or they chose I think it was a mom actually that said that yeah, they chose the my they chose my son Um, and I was like that's an interesting that's what this is all about right it's all about how for lack of a better like if we don't have a monster we tend to find one and we tend to find something that's like who is the worst person we'll blame that person for all of our things and this kid was that sort of sin eater for all of it Um, and then it, it, it was an interesting and again I'll be Yet not that well explored at all concept of like what makes someone a monster is it that everyone thinks you're a monster so you just go fuck it i'm gonna lean into this or is it past trauma or is it that after being hammered by these band geeks your entire life you finally snap it's i don't know your,
2: it was it's like three weeks though
1: listen man when the band <laughs> when the march, when the drum line comes down on you guys when the it's, saints come it, marching it in let me tell <laughs> that,
4: you that That's what I think is interesting about these movies, though, is because they probably had these conversations. That's why it would probably be a really interesting writer's room. And then when they actually started putting words on the page, none of it's there. They sacrificed all of Halloween's kills that could represent that with weird chanting things that, like, force force you to swallow the disbelief all the way down. And also just, like, the firefighting stuff is cool but that's kind of all it is it's like it's like oh well instead of making a point with this movie we just went with cool and in this one instead of making the point that we got so jazzed about when we were coming up with the idea we just kind of like thought the concept was fun and so we just like played with like i don't know it's just it's everything is like going for a bunt and then it Dings off the bat, hits the batter in the shin, and then the batter goes down.
1: You know, like there's there's an interesting aspect too of the movie where I got halfway through and I was like, man, it even seems like Michael Myers is tired of being in this movie. <laughs> like he was just like tired. Ty- he was like a guy <laughs> just trying to, I'm just trying to live, bro. Don't come into my he's lair. He's been living don't even... in the
6: sewers for four years, and he's, and he's okay with it. I
1: know. What's
6: he doing? The most eating? evil person in the world has just been hanging out underground for four years.
1: But I love yeah. that. I, know what he's been doing. I mean, maybe I'm reading way too much into that, but I love the low key sort of like message behind that of like guys i don't even want i don't i'm like like i'm cool like you guys are making yeah. me come out all your shit's happening i'm just trying to be in my own little world here and for whatever reason y'all community this community is br- dragging me back into this mess see my brother exactly and I, what happens
0: my brother and i were talking about this uh on the drive to work today uh of like what was going on with that and like like why was there there was the homeless guy and like he was like yo like why did you get to come out why are you alive like implying that there's been right. others and, like, with the whole eye transfer situation that we'll talk about later, like, <laughs> okay. I get the vibe that for the past four years, Michael's been kind of, like, getting people in and almost, like, looking for an evil enough body to Like possess. a successor. Yeah. And, like, then he's just kind of been weak down there, kind of, like, yeah, trying like to find the right thing. level of power, which is, I don't no, like that energy. at all. I mean, if you I want to like read crazy
1: all. into it, it's the old concept of, like, the more people believe in him, the more people are scared of him. The more power he has, yeah. and so after the whole town like was like, "Yo, we got to pump the brakes on this." He lost all of his power, and then it took this one kid kind of coming back in to like ramp him up. But even then, he's well, like, he's not. He doesn't really do that much in
4: this yeah, movie. Yeah, no. that's the that's the funny thing about it though is he finally finds the right. If that is the theory, he finds the right one. He he gets him to go out and commit these acts. The kid comes back and is like, "You're weak, old man." Yeah. <laughs> and beats and basically shoves him to the ground, beats so him weird. up, and then Michael Myers Breaks is like, "What have
1: you <laughs> <made?" laughs> But it, I mean, the, obviously, the the question remains. And Tim, I want to get to your feelings on this as well. But the question remains: like, does Corey come back? Are we going to get another Halloween series where this kid is now the unstoppable evil? Probably. You would imagine so, right? Because we saw him get his neck cut open and his head snap. But until you pulverize him in an industrial car smasher, <laughs> you don't yeah. know if he's really got it all. Yeah. Also, we might get Michael Myers as a as a goo, some sort of gelatinous sludge that comes and kills people <laughs> when put shame, it past huh? him. The I know
3: it wasn't really, like, cogent to the movie at large, but one of my favorite scenes, because I went back and I cherry-picked a few to rewatch in Halloween Kills, was the, the big John, little John, which I think, like, oh, yeah. Great. maybe we all agree, crowd, crowd-pleaser crowd fun scene maybe felt a little bit awkward in the movie itself. But in what I saw of this movie before I <laughs> willingly went to sleep, um, I wasn't picking up on anything like that. I wasn't picking up on any fun and games. No. And I just question for all of you, did did you feel like it got there at
1: any point? I mean, tonally for me, this movie was more it was closer to Drive than it was to a Halloween movie. We had talked about yeah. that before it we went live, but this movie felt like Drive. And then at the end of it, if Ryan Gosling turned around and Michael Myers was just in the car with him, that's kind of it was a lot of style over uh, that. That the vibe of this was more like let's just do this crazy indie like fever dream romantic comedy between these two people that may or may not kill each other. Oh, and there's this dude with a mask in there as well. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No,
0: no, no. I'm definitely in line with the the majority here as well, where I, uh, I will say I didn't hate this movie and I did enjoy watching it a lot, but I do think it hit a point where the enjoyment came less from the craft of the film itself and more from me being like, what are they going to do next? Cause like, it, it was just, they kept making choices that I just did not see coming. So I was entertained legitimately, from beginning to end, I was entertained. I I watched it in two chunks um, just because it got late uh, the first night. And I was thinking about it the whole next day of, like, what are they about to do next? And then when we started watching the second half, I was like, I was totally in. But despite being in, I don't think that they kind of satisfied me uh, in terms of, like, where they took any – of the plot honestly but the biggest thing is uh, going to to Chris's point about the uh, good movie bad sequel thing or or whatever it was it's like I'm just so upset at how bad a sequel this is like and Joey was saying this but if this was the next iteration of the franchise after we've ended it already like getting the actual finale of the Laurie Strode uh, Michael Myers storyline and then moving it on of okay cool now there's this Corey guy and all that I'd be a lot more into it. There's elements of this movie, we keep saying it, like that are interesting and they're there. I don't think they added up. They could have added up. Like yeah. the bones are there where it's like yeah. this could tell a compelling story with compelling characters and be a good Halloween movie. But Halloween ends needed to be a different movie than what this was. Even following up kills, I think, especially following up kills, um, where we get Halloween 2018 and kills, and they take place on the same night. The time jump in this seems like a necessity as opposed to some a choice mm-hmm. like and and that sucks because it just they they almost are like telling us like hey because of the covid production stuff like there's just certain things we have to do so yeah. we're just going to jump ahead so we can kind of play fast and loose with like what happened in between and mm-hmm. we're not even going to fill in the gaps most of the time we're just going to kind of like move forward this is what's happening now there's this new guy that's a little misunderstood and i at least they didn't do the whole oh man there's two there's clearly two michael myers we don't know who they are because they're wearing the mask. Like from the beginning, we know it's Corey. So it's yeah. like, I thought that was an interesting choice because a lot of these horror movies, there's like a copycat killer or whatever. Yeah. So I, I like that they didn't go that direction. But um, this is the lowest kill count for Michael Myers in any Halloween film with just three. Just three for Michael Myers. Good. Movie. I mean,
1: you know, you got, at a certain point, you got to moderate. You know, yeah. you, got, you, you grow as a human being and you only kill three people <laughs> as opposed to 20. My question for you, Tim, is how. Great was it seeing Kyle Richards just eating, it, just just chewing up look, scenery in the bag. This a great movie time. had a, a
0: distinct lack of two things it needed more of. One, the Halloween theme. They fucked up the music in this movie. And the, the only piano thing, twice, when, right? it, when it hits in the beginning, like after he the kid dies, mm-hmm. which. I awesome. like that. That was pretty fucking awesome. cool. Bunted but <laughs> this kid dies. That kid so Can we upgrade this kid? I'm like, all right. oh,
2: That was the first note I wrote about this movie. This it's like, like, Jeremy this sucks. Kid. Yeah, fuck
0: this kid, for sure. But I love that. But then throughout the rest of the movie, it's like, there was never that the moment. There was There's never no the, like. There's no
2: tension in this exactly. movie. Exactly.
0: It just kind of just keeps going, going, going. It's like, I was waiting for, even during the final confrontation between Laurie and Michael, it's like give me some something epic and and Halloween kills like James was saying it's like they they kind of went for cool over anything I at least appreciated that because I thought that they they achieved the cool but this needed to kind of take that and like give us something we didn't get it and we also did not get nearly enough Kyle Richards but what we got was
1: so great <laughs> because she's said, just she's the, the she's, she's just there just being like you should do this thing she's like the everyone's true north which I love and also just don't let a device that totally backfired um I I will say as on, on a note of the soundtrack I actually liked the soundtrack a lot because it was like a weird, dreamy sort of romantic version of the horror themes, and I was like, I'm kind of into this. I don't know. like when they're oh, riding man. the motorcycle and I was like, this so dude much motorcycle. I was like, this dude is damaged, but these two are like there's a heat between them. They- and also, <laughs> man, let me tell you one thing right now. Jamie Lee Curtis and the guy that plays Frank, who's an actor, I don't remember his name, they gotta stay out of the frozen food section, man, because they could melt all this stuff. yeah. It's hot material. That is true. That is true. Where's that movie where they go check out the cherry blossoms? I don't want to watch that one. (laughs) Let's take a word from our sponsors.
7: Are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Well, most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to more than $200. That's right. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. There's this app Tim loves using that takes care of all of that for him. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Tim loves it. It's great. You should use it. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't even know you were still paying for. You may even find that you've been double-charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions, right? now at rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Go deeper into the canals of Numenor, the mines of Khazad-Dum, and more with the official The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power podcast. Host Felicia Day and several special guests provide an inside look at the groundbreaking series and what it took to bring Middle Earth to life. Each episode of the official podcast features exclusive interviews with the series showrunners J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay, including the very first first full breakdown of the incredible season finale felicia goes behind the scenes with the cast and crew to bring you jaw-dropping stories and easter eggs you won't want to miss watch the rings of power on prime video and listen to all eight episodes of the official the lord of the rings the rings of power podcast for free on amazon music download the amazon music app now what's the first thing you do when you wake up is it checking up on your credit score didn't think so. At Chime, that's exactly what they do. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average with payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200. So start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash KF games. That's Chime. Dot com slash kfgames. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to the license from Visa USA Chime Checking Account Count and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive effect on your credit score. Impact to your score may vary and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs and a 7-Eleven or any all-point or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. So, again, start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes, doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash KF Games. That's chime.com slash KF Games.
0: Now, was oh, that real? I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> no, you good on that, man? We could do that. I just thought it was a cool thing to do. Yeah. Cool. Now, let's get
1: to the plot. <laughs> plot, plot. <laughs> Sing it, gender.
2: I don't know what this is. I'm Ladies oh, and gentlemen, he Halloween ends. He used to be he used
1: safe. To be yeah. Halloween ends. It's Hattonfield, Illinois. Halloween night, 2019. And I'm like, oh, somebody's gonna get killed. So Corey, wait, what's
2: the? How many years is it later then?
1: So, from
0: my understanding, it'd be a year later. Okay. Because it was
2: 2018.
0: Three. Oh, wiki says three. Well, no,
4: total, no, no. Total, so no, total. total. Michael yeah. Myers went on his killing spree oh, in 2018 18. and then in 2019 the following year yes. and the Cory kid sitter. murdered that poor boy the poor innocent boy yes <laughs> and
6: then three <laughs> the years really later annoying the innocent the
2: boy
4: I think you yeah. could I think if they just made this the rest
6: of this movie also in 2019. Like, mm-hmm. is this is the following Halloween and everyone's like ramping up of like what's going to happen and this kid goes off. You could have had this whole movie, but like you have the tension of like, this is the first Halloween. No one knows what's happening. Yeah, the fact that the movie then jumps another three years of like nothing happened. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, mm. so they, like, they, they the had stakes? like that one montage of like and people started killing themselves by hanging themselves from trees mm-hmm. in regular normal murders and everyone blamed Michael Myers. And I was like, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't really seem that. I at want all that to be though. the, but
6: I want that to be the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The time yeah. jump. Like that's the movie to be. That's the interesting thing of like the actual impact of that trauma to this town where now everyone's seeing the boogeyman everywhere. That's fascinating. Yeah. But yeah. not like, no, Lori moved on.
1: I agree. Like, and okay. I think, I think that would have been an interesting take because we would have seen that and been in that as opposed to just literally Lori, narrating it through her memoirs which i like yeah. i like that as a device i like that because really this is the closure on the, the Lori strode sort of yeah. story right i mean she's literally closing the book at the end on on her chapter of what's happening here but her narrating being like and this dude right here was like a drive-by shooting or something that was michael myers also i'm like i don't think he uses guns guys we know yeah, we yeah. have yeah. empirical <laughs> proof that he's not the gun guy um, but either way, we're <laughs> back over in the mansion, this cool 500-story mansion. Wait, should we
0: talk about this for a second? Because, like, what the hell was up with the fact that we see the mom, and she, like, looks up, and there's this crazy, crazy. spiral staircase, whatever. And yeah. then they go into a kitchen that looks like it is, like, the most, like, small, suburban, shitty kitchen house, I've ever seen.
4: The house is all stairs. It's like, it's like, uh, <laughs>
1: it's like Harry Potter. Like,
4: uh, well, I was going to say it's
3: the like... whole house house? No, it's at the
4: top.
1: <laughs> Uh, Either way, Corey the dork comes over to babysit last minute Because he's a dork and has nothing better to do on Halloween night And likes to garden Uh, Mom tells Corey all this stuff, yada 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 Uh, And then Corey says, it's Halloween, we're gonna have a good time And Jeremy's like, I hate you, I'm a shitty little spoiled kid Turns out this kid is a fucking dickhole And he tells Corey that Michael Myers only kills babysitters and not kids So Corey decides to help himself to some chocolate milk instead of a high Important note, he was like, I could have a beer right now But i choose a gentleman's drink Chocolate milk, and he does throughout the movie. He likes chocolate milk a lot, man. That's what. Weird. What the fuck was that? Is like a weird character. I'm just character gonna throw it trait. out.
3: <laughs> like, yeah, I'm it's throw it delicious. I mean, he really all, likes
1: chocolate milk. For the bones. Psychopath. <laughs> uh, of course, he can't find the kid anywhere. The kid's playing a, 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 I think important note here. He looks down, and the knife's gone. I think. Yeah. And you're like, that's interesting. Yeah. That's gonna come back into play. Uh, but then, of course, Jimmy screams, and then Corey runs up to the attic to try to help himself. He grabs a bread knife, which I will say right now is the most underrated of all knives. Uh, and goes But I also
2: feel like it's the least like impactful. Or, well, got you got a you got a saw,
1: Joey. You got a saw.
2: But like, I feel you it's smear. not a, you, you. don't stab with it. I feel like you, you need a stab. Yeah,
1: you're it. right. The stabbing action is is minus forty, but the saw action is like a plus twenty. Mm. So you're good to go. Uh,
2: that's gonna be really great in like a Joe, murder situation. I can't wait to They come at just you. You defend
1: somewhere. with one arm. You hack into the arm and you saw 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 yeah. saw saw saw. Anyway, so I have a
0: question about this this scene, and this is nitpicky, but I feel like with a movie like this, it's, the nitpicks are is the point. Like. I feel like the babysitter overreacted being locked in. 100%. Room. Like, oh, even yeah. him going to kick the door down felt a little, like, it. they acted as if Michael Myers was in the house and they knew that. But he, he was just kind of in a room for a second. There's no actual fear factor going on. Mm-hmm. And he's just freaking the fuck out and starts kicking this door to the point that he
1: accidentally kills this kid. Like, So that's interesting because I thought, because you don't see the kid die. You see the kind of door hit his head, and then there's a break, and then the kid falls down. I thought they were going to do go back and show him at the end of the movie, like kicking the door down, and the kid there, and him like grabbing the fucking kid, like throwing him off the thing, I'm, like oh, having the homicidal huh. tendencies. That but it turns been more out, interesting. yeah, I thought because the kid had like a scrape, like, he Dang. had a cut on his head, and shit like that. And I was like, oh, he had a knife in his hand. I thought maybe we were going to, this guy was kind of deranged to begin with, and that was going to be the twist at the end. But no, it just turns out that the space between. The the, the the railing of the stairs, the attic door, and his foot is just a half an inch because <laughs> this kid gets fucking. hurt. Well, day.
2: and his kick is so powerful. It's powerful.
1: I mean, the kid probably weighs maybe only thirty pounds or forty pounds, but I'll tell you what, right now, I for one, super glad that Jeremy didn't have to come back in this because that yeah. kid is a piece of <laughs> shit. Dude, uh, what I miss the kid from twenty eighteen and kills,
0: the little neighbor oh, kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: he was oh, funny. That he, kid was funny he, as shit. He did this. Like yeah, popped in
0: for a moment just to, just for that street. quick moment i need more of him lots more yeah, of him. yeah
4: well that's especially when you think about the fact that that we had a great kid remember how yeah. much everyone loved that kid loved him, kid. and then they're like we're gonna completely ruin the kid good kid ratio in this <laughs> franchise
1: uh of course the mom and dad come home and freak out and she looks up at Corey, who's up in the stairs and she's like you're a murderer and she screams bloody murder and we smash cut into dj brought me that nasty beat and, and it's get awesome it. and it's so good and we see the pumpkins so just good. and we go insane no no important no we go inside of the yeah. pumpkin this time mm. I'll say this inside the killer's head
4: watching it having no idea just watching it completely blank I thought maybe I got the wrong movie until it hits like I was like did I what what movie? I think we turned to each other and we're like what is this and then it hit Halloween and I it's a listen it's a great sting, and it gets you hype. Even if you were at the grocery store or whatever. you're yeah. like, "Oh, well, they're out of they're out of uh, pinto beans," and then the music hits. <laughs> like, if ever anything works, right? Like, Fuck it, I'll do beans. black beans. Um, Let's go. Like, it it always works, but it 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 feels like it sets the tone for the whole movie being wrong. Yes. Like everything about this movie is wrong because you're like, oh, oh, this. Okay, I guess it's Halloween, but that didn't feel anything like Halloween, but you're saying it's Halloween. I don't know. It's weird, like putting a wrapping on something that isn't right, you know?
2: I wish that we would have gotten an introduction to Corey at some (laughs) other point in this series. Mm. Like if he had some minor role in the first one, so he didn't meet the granddaughter and that still was like a plot point. But I feel like the fact that you just walk into this movie blindly with characters that You've never met before. Feels very strange. See,
1: I, I kind of dug it because it's it's a twist. It's a it's a red herring, right? They're 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 totally doing something crazy, and you because what you expected was that he was going to kick the door down. When he kicked it down, you're, he, the door was going to swing open, and Michael Myers was going to be there, and like, stab in the fucking head or whatever, right? But instead, this kid is just the killer, and you're like, oh, this is going to be something different and hopefully very unique and fulfilling. Hopefully, there's a lot of motorcycles. <laughs> hopefully, there's a lot of cool Kawasaki <laughs> motorcycles in it. Uh, we come out of. The the intro scene, the credit scene, and Jamie Lee's there, and she's narrating the opening. Gives a little recap of what happened so far, which just largely revolves around Michael Myers killing people and uh, Laurie Strode uh, living that sweet recluse life. Important note, Judy Greer still dead. And the whole thing took <laughs> a solid it's 12. Hard to
2: come back from that.
1: Tough, tough one.
0: Uh, one, one thing, uh, a note I wrote down here is there's uh, graffiti. She's given the, uh, the VO about mm-hmm. explaining the whole situation. There's big graffiti that says, love lives today.
1: And I'm like, there was someone oh, out there that's course. like, evil dies yeah. tonight. No more. <laughs> Love lives today. <laughs> it's like that guy that did yeah. the honey bear fucking things during the pandemic. And you're exactly. Like, Get out of yeah. here. Get out of here, guy. Stop trying to be I important. Like the honey bears. Yeah. Until they were everywhere, and then I was like, okay, now people are. St- I think they to- canceled, Joey. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
6: it, <laughs> took, it took over a lot of uh, uh, local art and made a lot of local artists upset. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. Well, I'm sorry for bringing it up, everyone. Everyone, cut that part out. Anyway, uh, the whole thing took a solid toll on the people of Hattonfield, uh, like an infection, uh, and lots of people killed themselves. But hey, Kyle is not one of them. Kyle still rocking this, and I love that they're just homies now. Before she was like, "Oh, Kyle, like I remember you. You're the little girl that that survived this horrible traumatic experience. Now you're a successful business owner, What's and you come way? over to hang out and do arts and crafts with me, mm-hmm. and I really respect that." And good for Kyle Richards. She did a great job in this. Um, did, did she take over the bar from Halloween Kills? Yes, yeah. she did. That's Why not? That's what it seemed like, yeah. right? Yeah.
5: <laughs> We're
1: mean, like, we, <laughs> we don't care. Yeah, it's great. Uh, also, love that Barstool character. Uh, she's, uh, of course, writing her memoirs, which I think is pretty neat. Uh, she's trying to put a literally close a chapter on this part of her life. And then Corey rides through Hattenfield on his bike, and this place is a mess. Yes. One, one thing. Oh, just the bike. It's a motorcycle bike. part uh do we there's the part where he's at he's like
0: he's like a mechanic yeah right, right in there and mm-hmm. he's wearing the the suit and i'm like oh it's michael myers
2: yeah. outfit
1: yeah brody is it
3: just me does cory also not seem like he lives in a different decade than everyone else a hundred percent just me
2: mm-hmm.
1: well i like, thought
3: the
2: opening was like a period like 80s piece and i was like is there like a weird time jump but i
1: think that's true. sort of th- that was done on purpose to make it feel timeless to make it feel like it was tied into the rest of the series. Um, Corey has the hair from like 1985, which, and then he of course rides the motorcycle phone. that's like from 1985. <laughs> so everything's like from that from that era. It reminds me a lot of, um, I watched It Follows over the weekend mm-hmm. and they purposely Good did one. the production design to, to throw you off from being rooted in any sort of time periods. The TVs are all CRTs. There was no cell phones. There was one piece of technology, all that stuff, which I think is pretty cool. I, I get that vibe in this from him. Um, great head of hair though, great head ha- hairline. Mm-hmm. On Corey. Uh, anyway, Corey goes. to the, I guess he didn't do too much jail time uh, for killing this kid because I guess the judge hated Jeremy too. Uh, Corey works in the car shop. Guess he didn't go to college. Uh, his boss gives him an old motorcycle, uh, which he can so he can get to work on time. Also, I guess Ronald, the boss, also his stepdad. His stepdad. Yeah,
4: yeah. It was a and the, the nicest person in town, nicest guy in town. Just he got he got a bad go of it. Really, really. I didn't. I wasn't happy about what happened. He also gave a random band kid a gun. <laughs> you know nobody's perfect,
1: Chris. <laughs> Chris, I'm gonna. He just sp-
6: hands a 16 year old with a shotgun. Go, I think Michael Myers is outside. And I'm like, I yeah, don't yeah. know about that kid.
1: First off, we don't know what position this guy held in his band. First I'd course. like to think of him as the drum major. And if you cannot trust your local drum major, Chris, who can you trust?
4: Well, it could be trombone, right? Holding a trombone could be very similar to to the a shotgun stock of a. Yeah, shotgun. I mean, when I, is also incredibly accurate. Born for this. It's yeah, a, the sho- the only shotgun that fires like a sniper rifle bullet. <laughs> right
1: uh, mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Doug pulls over. Uh, pulls over Allison in a creepy scene where he's a cop and he creeps her out because he wants to date her, even though he's like like twenty years older than he, she is.
2: Did you know? Did you he, recognize? He that? had
1: dated her. Oh, they he had, had gone out like her. once or twice. Yeah, yeah. I recognize. Yeah, she goes to the them. cop. Yeah.
2: Oh, did you recognize the cop? Not really. Yeah. I mean, it,
1: contextually, yeah, but oh. is it Anthony Michael Hall in disguise? No. no.
2: Um, it was the main guy from day five.
1: The- I don't know what the oh, Everyone's yeah.
3: just
4: going, what? What five? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's right. That's so cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. We cut over to the liquor store. where A bunch of bane geeks decide to bully Corey. Oh, how the world has changed! Thankfully, Lori is there to break it up. And they call the pair uh, of them a uh, freak show and psycho. And she's like, "Am I the psycho? Or are you the freak show? I don't know." Uh, of course, as they go, and she gives Corey a fucking razor blade and goes, "You want me to do it, or are you got to do it?" And they the tires. I love that. I that, love it.
2: That felt like the most Lori that moment that we got in the entire movie. This, but, uh,
4: this, so this is another thing that's we're talking through it sorry to jump in but this no, is something it. that bothers me about it is i think the found the bones here at the start of the movie are real good real good but I when agree. it was supposed to go from act one to act two then it completely it completely falls off
0: yeah because so. to your point here james like i feel like Lori should have been the mentor character to Corey. yeah and then he should have yeah. like
1: turned bad from that like you know she taught him the wrong way or, or not turned bad or just been like she she re- well, saves him and he has to fight this bigger evil with allison and both of them have to literally fight their past trauma would have been interesting but also done yeah. before what we haven't seen before is a kid look into michael myers eyes and be like give me the power <laughs> <laughs> um cool anyway oh thanks brother appreciate it uh Listen, man it it's got—it's the recap juice. I have to have gotta, it. Got Have to have it. Lori takes Corey Please, to the. Can ho-
4: you go grab me a diet coke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do oh. you want one? No,
1: I'm good. Thanks. Uh, Lori, of course. Uh, Corey, in in, in amongst it, uh, smashed his yuho into his hand and cut his own, cut his oh. hand. So of course, That's Lori's like the
2: chocolate milk thing is weird. It's fucking it weird.
1: It like throughout this movie, there's
2: just a lot of chocolate you know, milk. He likes chocolate milk. Like, yeah, you like. Kevin put one thing in this movie, and he's like, "The kid's really into chocolate milk." It's like, okay.
1: I was watching. Uh, I think it was Men in Black three, where nice. yeah, it's because I love the Men in Black series. It's so you a just great went with three. series. Three, the one
6: with uh Brolin.
1: Yeah, well, I started with three, and then I went to one, and then I watched half of two, and I was like, "Wow, that was just a near miss on 2. Uh, but there was a moment in it where because um he's experiencing a time anomaly, he craves chocolate milk. And I thought about that. I was like, maybe Corey is experiencing a maybe. time anomaly. <laughs> <this>. Turns out no. <laughs> most now, he's unexpected just
2: like... crossover of life. <laughs> Man,
1: I love that third movie with Josh Perlin. He's a great. He's job a multiverse me. Michael
6: Myers that like grew up and didn't do the killing early. so he's that, exactly.
1: early. Thank you, Chris. Uh Anyway, Lori takes him to the hospital, where who, who should work there, of course, her do- her granddaughter Allison, uh, and she's assisting with Doctor. I forgot the guy's name, but it comes up later, and he's just a dick. Um, this guy's and a dick. Can I,
4: can I jump in real quick because sure. this is this is amazing? I had seen a tweet like earlier that day when we were watching this that was like when I was watching someone. I, I wish I could credit them, but they said I was watching a night's Tale, and the main leads have like only two scenes. They share like altogether ninety seconds of actual dialogue with each other, but are somehow like in love. And and the person who wrote this tweet is like, that is how men write love stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas you take like a lot of women authors and you see they unfold over months and months and sometimes years based on like these ongoing interaction, complex relationships that result in love. And it was like, so if you ever want to see the difference between men writing love and women writing love, look for these things. And in this scene, like he he gets a stitch, he goes, ow, he knocks over a bunch of stuff. She sees him and they're in love. And I was like, they, there is nothing romantic about I mean, what transpired James. here. There's no indicator of either of their personalities. They just know that they love each other because it was written by men.
0: I don't know, man. I feel like there's not much more to say about love than, you have shit in your back. We should do something sometime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I'll dial it back. I'll talk about a moment that I did like in this scene, though, where the doctor is clearly being just a misogynist prick to Allison. mm mm-hmm. And Corey, in an attempt to stand up and like, I don't know, kind of save her a white knight her a little bit, goes, hey, you don't have to put up with that. And she goes, I've dealt with worse. And I love that moment for Allison because she's like, "Motherfucker, I have literally fought evil incarnate. I think I could take a dog. Dad died my, my died, died. my mom died. Mom died. My dad died. Most of my friends. I died. i had to stab multiple people in my <laughs> life. Uh, I'm good, bro. Don't worry about it. Uh, I think what they were trying to set up here was that was that he was sort of a kindred spirit because she she was looked at differently in the town because of her past trauma as well. And that we, they get to that later. Where oh
0: yeah, they made that clear.
1: <laughs> they do, really but that. they explained that. To us. It just wasn't very. I, I agree that the, the romance here was a little. It was convenient for for the sake of the plot and, it was and not necessarily well set up.
2: The bare minimums character setup, so that he has someone to, like, revenge kill later in the movie.
1: Yeah, which like, is hilarious because so Deb minimal. got the promotion. Oh, Nurse Deb. We'll get to you in a second. Uh, Corey offers to fix her muffler, and they kind of hit it off. And she asks him out, and he's like, uh, I don't know about that. Anyway, uh, Lori and Lindsay encourage her to go out and go for Corey. And then she invites him to a cool Halloween party, and he's like, I don't have... Um, a costume, and she's like, "Well, just figure it the fuck out, guy." Okay? Um, <laughs> Allison stops by to have her car worked on, and Corey's like, "I'll teach you how to ride this cool motorcycle." But the scene, unfortunately, is interrupted when the band geek uh, and his dad come, uh, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm reminded that there are just assholes out there, and my life is a living hell." Uh, Lori runs into ex sheriff Frank, and again, these two just magnetism between the two of them. I love how much you love them. I love them. Well, first off, they've been in three movies together, so they obviously have the chemistry that you have nat- two natural actors have having been in, you know, around each other for that long. Great. If I have one criticism of this, uh, we'll just say it, perfect film. Uh... Frank, not utilized enough. He's only yeah. in two scenes this movie. Right. Needs more Frank. Mm. Love I do that agree. guy. I do agree. Love yeah. that guy. He has loved almost him.
2: equal amount of screen time as Michael Myers. It's very
1: true. <laughs> I love, I've love. i loved this man ever since I saw him in the greatest movie ever made, Armageddon. All hail
2: Oh, that's Armageddon. your touchstone. Mm-hmm. I always uh, think yeah. of Remember the Titans. Mm.
1: Great film as well. Uh, How many kills
3: see. did he have in this movie? <laughs>
1: the I mean, he, he <laughs> killed my heart. With the cherry blossom mm-hmm. story, he talks about cherry blossoms and something like that, and it's uh, it's all just a metaphor for their blossoming love. Hopefully, uh Laurie leaves on a high, but soon brought down by the sister of one of Michael's victims from the previous movie. Who uh, and apparently everyone just this half the town just blames Laurie or Laurie for Michael. Like for I, I guess, liked it. I, I kind
0: of loved this moment. Yeah, it yeah. Like it was so such a cool thing of like because like Laurie. I mean, we've seen her like especially going from twenty eighteen to where we're at now. I think they went a little too far, but like. She was such an interesting character in 2018 that we just didn't expect. I think the reason we like that movie so much is, hey, Laurie from the original Halloween is now bunkered down with, like, Home Alone style. Like, we're about to fuck up, Michael. She is prepared. She's obsessed with this idea. Mm-hmm. And seeing that, like, her kind of turn into that evil and then the the town have to
1: deal with that and, like, blame her, I think is a yeah. really cool idea. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah but Again, to James' earlier really point, there's a lot of great ideas being thrown around here. Execution? Wah.
2: Wah, wah,
1: wah. yeah it is that is like great but full
2: circle for her to go from the victim to then people like holding her blame. accountable for yeah. all of this Yeah, and again something that
1: definitely happens in real life right yeah definitely 100%. people look for excuses for why things happen and they go we got to have someone to blame and that's what this movie is all about it's finding that target for your rage your anxiety your fears all these things and what that does to those people uh anyway Corey and allison head to lindsey's bar now uh and one of uh one of Corey's friends tries to like throw some shade at at her, but Kyle in because Kyle's like, yeah. if, if there's one person that knows about shade being thrown at her, it's me, and I will not stand for that in my bar, and I appreciate that. And then they dance harder than any two people have ever danced before, <laughs> oh my life to the point it's- that he's on the ground. I'm like, is he okay? Is there a seizure
0: happening? Like, yeah. does he
4: need help? Yeah. It was a. It's- it was weird. This it is the point, again, where I kind of checked in mentally and I said, what am I watching? Like, yeah. I had, I, it kept doing the thing where I'm like, am I watching the right one? Like, I'm confused.
1: Um, and then, of course, by happenstance, Jeremy's mom just happens to be in the bar. And lo and behold, she is not happy that, that uh, Corey is having fun. Shocker. And she's like, you're a monster. You killed my son. And he ends up running out of the bar. Uh, Not before being held back by Kyle
0: Richards, just like the <laughs> iconic meme that you see where she holds back Taylor. And there's the cat on the other side of the table. There was also no cat in this movie. I feel wrong. Mm. Should have been a cat. Should have been a cat.
4: Is that? Do you believe that was intentional?
0: It had, had to. to. It
4: <laughs> <Okay>. definitely <laughs> so had so that's to the, it Some to. of the there's things no that you are talking about that you maybe didn't notice. I had no idea. Yeah, at <laughs> least there's, there is there's subtlety
0: there, to this all film. Based. Okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, I believe not
2: you. in theme by any mean but <laughs> no, in Paul Richards to references. real housewives <laughs>
1: Uh Corey, of course, bolts. Allison follows, and he a, and they get into an argument. He blames her for taking him out. He should have just stayed in. She tries to relate to him. She's like, listen, we're we're exactly the same. He goes, We're not the same. You're looked at as the hero. I'm looked at as a psycho babysitter. And that's just how it's always going to be. And then he runs over to the bridge where who should catch up to him? This roving band of band nerds. Dude, so this is I mean, the band nerds is hilarious. But in the kid the addition... bullet is the least imposed. I'm like, dude, just punch this kid in the fucking face. <laughs> they're tiny too. It's not like they're big yeah. And all like short on was just him the fucking point, face and walk away. At
2: this point, he's like 24, 25. He's like 30.
1: I think when he was a baby, I think when, he's the kid. When Jeremy said he was like 27 was, or some shit. He,
2: he's 22 when he's baby. So, yeah. Was it
1: three years later then? Yeah. He's 25 years old.
2: Still I'm tormented like, by this crew. i still drinking his
0: chocolate milk, which is great. But the other thing besides the chocolate milk that was weird about Corey is why do cars keep almost hitting him? Like there are multiple oh, scenes in this movie too, of him almost getting hit by a car and it's like what are you trying to tell us about this? Like, it, it's <laughs> n-
1: none of the car almost hitting scenes needed to be in the film. I have a I have a theory on that. Mm-hmm. I think it's because somebody watched this movie and was like, "Fuck, we forgot to make this scary. We need jump scares. <laughs> we yeah. need some level of jump scare in this." Occasionally, so people don't think this is just a really riveting drama about passing drama. Uh, anyway, the man bullies beat the shit out of him and throw him over the overpass and maybe kill him. Jesus. Christ. And then Margo, Which one is, of the girls is like, the, you killed him. he's like, that's not what I saw happen. And they just continue to hang out with each
4: other that's that's the funniest thing about that is is like how they're like, let's prank him by hanging his the ninety percent of his body over this overpass. Oops, we dropped him <laughs> like oh no. it was like, that's a movie. A group of band kids getting together, doing that, and then having to deal with the consequences. Not James, so much pushing someone.
1: I want us to write a movie about band bullies—a a roving group of band kids who are just going around terrorizing a town.
4: Yeah, you- just addicted to drugs, anything to get the next
1: high. <laughs> just need they just well they just play trumpet and do smack. Mm-hmm oh god don't bring smack (laughs) into this nick but i i
0: love the transition to get us to this scene where uh the granddaughter like holds her hands out comically for him to like grab her and i guess just be like no we're together and he like walks off to go eventually get thrown off the overpass and she just kind of puts her hands on her forehead and looks up (laughs) and it
1: transitions into like a a full
0: moon and it's like what is this movie what do they think they're doing
1: i love it uh of course a home after he gets thrown off and is unconscious a homeless person uh, watches as he gets dragged into a drain pipe, and it's creepy as shit. It really is. Uh, let's see. The next day, Would he you, wakes up and wait. Oh, go ahead. Wait, that's it's just that's another thing. Is
4: like it's like so. It's not even like he is like oh, I'm so tired of this place. And he wanders into the sewer and gets into trouble, right? Like Michael Myers was what chatting with the homeless guy when someone fell like feet away from him, and he said, "Oh, maybe he's the one." And it just seems so weird how it got to that point he did it the better version is he falls off he's pissed off or something and then he he goes into the sewer himself he enters into michael's world but the fact that he got dragged in means that michael myers occasionally comes out when the moon is high yeah to see if anyone (laughs) falls over the overpass
1: to drag them in to see if they have the potential to be him like you're like what should have like you're right because i think the way it should have played out is he wakes up gets spooked by the homeless guy and then Perfect. kills him. Perfect. And then goes or, shit. Or I die. Even, even just is like oh,
4: oh, oh, and then runs it. The only yeah. place he has to go is is the there. He's, he's obviously tense. You know.
1: I will I, say the visual I, of him I, being dragged in was creepy as shit. Sorry, at least go ahead.
3: No, no, just what you said earlier, Nick, about how you wish that final shot of the movie was replaying that moment with the with the boy he was babysitting, and it turns out he actually did kill him. To Me would have because this guy's accidentally killing so many people. There's so many
1: people, <laughs> he's in so many situations where he's I mean, Elise, I'll be honest, you'd be so surprised much. at how easily it's it is to accidentally kill someone. Corey <laughs> accidentally kills more people than Michael Myers kills <laughs> in this movie. It's true, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Um, uh, of course, uh, Allison comes home mad, she tries to break the, the microwave, and Lori has a great line here where she's like, uh, she's like am, I, am I not allowed to be mad? She goes, You can absolutely be mad but just be careful. It's addicting. And I love that. Yeah. Love that, that that. What's, what's yeah,
0: interesting can. too is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in these scenes, her outfit is also similar to the Michael Myers mechanic mm-hmm. outfit thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the same, but like, I do think that was like a, a choice for them to like, kind of show that like, yeah, like she's, she like flirted with the evil side of things and like, she's kind of mm-hmm. pulling back. But I think it's weird that for her character, for her to be as removed from the Laurie we saw in the last couple movies of her being so scared and so, like bunker down, uh, to now being like you know what I got jack o' lanterns. I'm okay with Halloween. Like I feel like we're yeah. moving on from all this stuff. I get. I'm totally okay with. First yeah.
1: being like I'm still going to support this holiday. I'm like yeah, yeah. I don't know, guys. Well, I think yeah, she... I, I think they tried to set it up like she was. There was a couple lines where Allison's like, or, or maybe it was Corey talks about how he's he. She was trying to like have this facade. For Allison to give her a normal life, and was like kind of using that as therapy for herself, and it didn't quite work. There's a lot of those interesting little moments that kind of just come and go. But There's it's also like, another moment where Corey's like, "You could have been Michael Myers. Like you looked at him, you could have taken the power, got evil and shit." I was like, "Damn, that's a fucking cool concept." Man. It is. But we just kind of yeah. cross over that. But I just right? feel
0: like if you're trying to be, you know create some normalcy, it's like get
1: real into Thanksgiving or something. Like yeah. you can just. I mean, I'm going to be honest movie. with you right now. If the most traumatic and horrifying experience of my life kept happening on Halloween in this one town, in this one house. Why would you not leave? I, you would sure as shit find me in another country Go on Australia. Halloween. Australia. Yeah. yeah, for well, sure. I, should, or just the next town done, over. She, she should have done what Judy Greer did and just
6: become all about Christmas. Hell yeah, yeah. Dude. Which I think would be a really cool way to like kind of bring the two back. Like when Halloween starts 20, it's like, cool. I'm like, I'm going to acknowledge it, but like, but also like get ready for Christmas. Because that's then, my way of dealing with this.
1: Corey's sequel series will <coughs> just be called Christmas. Ooh. there you go love it and then it. santa's the killer now mm-hmm. uh cory wakes up in the sewer with some rats he tries to bolt, but michael grabs him by the throat to choke him out and then moments before Corey goes unconscious michael stares lovingly into his eyes and sees all of his past trauma and the fact that he's got the evil inside of him and then they just become homies and they're best friends for life uh as uh cory escapes the homeless man outside threatens him he's like you see michael Myers, why did you get to come out whatever and then Corey, accidentally on purpose just stabs the guy to death and then Guys, also is rookie the... maneuver. He throws the knife. I'm like, guys, you got you to gotta take that knife. You got to melt it down. Make it a little piece of jewelry. You keep it with you the rest of your life. Mm. That's why I <laughs> wear necklaces.
2: Also weird that the homeless man knows that it's Michael Myers and like just doesn't uh, say yeah, anything. Yeah, so my ever?
6: theory on that was that like I think Michael Myers has been dragging people and killing people into his hole for years. Don't say and... it like that. <laughs> yeah, he's drag him into his hole. Yes, no. Um, and then, but he never them... enters I, Michael's I... hole. Never comes <laughs> out. But like, I think he wants them alive. And so I think that's why he waited for Corey to wake up. And then when he's when Corey wakes up, he's like, oh, you're like me. And this is why the homeless guy was like, oh, shit. Like, you're the only one who's actually made it back out.
1: Mm, interesting. Because um, I, still feel like I think so Michael weird. has been
6: doing this for a while.
1: Madeline Stanley in the chat says, yeah, there are missing posters all like, around. They talk yeah. about that on the radio, how people have gone missing. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, But
2: I still think that that's so weird that you live in this town with Michael Myers and people are missing. And they're like. Less, like and there's no action or reper- like re- it's just like I guess this is the thing that this is it.
0: I mean, I think that they tried to write themselves out of that by being like, yeah, everything was being blamed on Michael, until they realized it wasn't Michael. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so, but there are still people missing though.
1: Like there, yeah. there, there's still stuff happening that's like, ah, yeah. Um, Corey heads over to Lori's house and creeps her the hell out by hiding behind that bush, just like Michael did. Uh, he then apologizes to Dallas and asks her to take a walk with him. Uh, he tells her that he killed someone. I and mean, then the scene ends. It's very strange. Uh, Yo, straight up. What? I killed someone. But I well, at first I was like, did he just confess to killing the homeless person? Or was he talking about Jeremy? Jeremy, which I assume I think he was he's talking like, about yeah. the homeless guy. Was he? Because I thought he was like, hey, the reason why I'm at the way I'm at, I am. And so scared of this, this town is because I killed someone back in the day. Jeremy. And she's like, I know. And he's like, I'm going to come clean about this past trauma. Because that starts them on like that sort of like being more open to each other. But it also could be construed as being like, "See this blood on my hands."
2: <laughs> I it's <guess laughs> the blood on my it hands. The homeless guy. It's definitely the homeless guy.
1: But she. But why would Allison be okay with that? I would, You want to have a follow up question to that? Like,
2: no, huh? I agree that it's a weird character moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, because I think like if, the way that they talk about him is that like. Everyone knows that he's the guy, the killer babysitter. Well,
1: Allison for sure knew that, yeah. that he was right. She, that's why she was like, "I'm going to give this guy a chance because he's probably misunderstood." But I mean, kids, if you're watching at home and someone confesses to a murder, don't hang out with them for the rest of the day, or maybe do hang out with them for the rest of the day, like make them think you're cool, and then go to the cops immediately afterward. Don't it, so be like that guy it's... from fucking House of Dragon that's like, "I won't stand for this," and then immediately leaves. You're like, "Bro, that's the guy. We got to hang you." Uh, now. yeah, <laughs> yeah, gotta yeah hang I you. like that guy.
4: Uh, I I, I I I think it's funny I have the Wikipedia open so I can just follow along and it's funny because it does say in a struggle Corey stabs the man to death and flees end paragraph new paragraph Corey and Allison go on a dinner date
0: (laughs) 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 there's like a pop love song playing and they're on the motorcycle and it's like
2: wow honestly all of the motorcycle stuff reminds me so much of Greece too. weirdly because there's also a lot of like weird romantic motorcycle stuff there and I'm like Maybe this movie isn't as bad as I thought, you know. Same vibe for two. Helmet laws too, in also? Illinois, there are none. <laughs> um, but who knows? Maybe he's the time traveler from the 1980s, and there weren't helmet laws back then. The chocolate That's milk the thing is the connection. Is, like,
3: the motorcycle stuff also just feels totally <laughs> a different time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's he's a man that has never se- met known the internet, as far as <laughs> I'm concerned, with Corey. He does not have a smartphone. He is
4: embracing death,
1: though. Yeah, it's true. That's the only way to embrace life um let's see he apologized to allison as a snake walk uh he t- he takes her to the place where jeremy died which is like supposed to be it's just very creepy but i don't know if he meant that for that to be like a healing thing uh over at Corey's house Corey's mom gives lori shit for the town subbing out michael myers for Corey, and saying basically this town needed a monster and when you drove michael away they chose my boy instead which is a very salient point do
2: uh, we i I also have, like, trouble believing that, like, (laughs) clearly it was, like, an accident thing. I don't, maybe I don't understand the, like, small town, like, mentality of (laughs) this, but that also seems like a large jump to be like, oh, well, this, this, he's clearly a killer, where it's like, it's clearly an accident. Yeah.
1: I think the mom's also
6: got some issues. I think they're trying to, like, play into it, like, that now that Michael is a real thing, that someone can be that bad, that anyone can be Michael. Mm. So, like, even anyone though there's no evidence the that he intentionally killed this child, they're like, oh, but he could be. Like, mm. everyone can be a Michael now. And I think they're, like, trying to play that up. Like, that's why the town's so paranoid, but then also, like, the town's super cavalier about it. So, like, you never really get, like, everyone has been, like, cr- like, weird about Corey this whole time because he might be a Michael. But there's also been no evidence of that in three years. And so, like, now that he ramps up all of a sudden, it just kind of comes out of nowhere.
1: Um, Let's see. Uh, God, man, I got my eyes are starting to go on this one. Hey, here we go. Uh, <laughs> They go over to the diner, uh, and they have a little conversation where Corey's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And Allison's like, I got to get out of this town, too. And he goes, listen, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. If you tell me you want to burn it down, I'll light the match. And I'm like, Man, let me get on that back of that motorcycle <laughs> with you, and stay away from the frozen food section because we could melt all this stuff.
2: I just want to know what the timeline is of this for them meeting, falling in love, and you now mean, they're you running know away how together. Young love,
1: I go! It's, it's, not like it's not <laughs> like this. It's not young love, everyone. So back in the day. James, somebody, you saw a cutie, and you were like, what's up, what's up? We're, we're, love, we're in love mm. for life. Next day, you break up, and you're crying. That's how it goes when you're kids. These young 27-year-old yeah. kids <laughs> who have careers. <laughs> she has a career as a nurse. <laughs> Interesting. This movie is just so, I gotta watch it again, man. I'm into it. <laughs> oh, man. And then Drunk Doug comes over with all of his cop friends, and this is the scariest scene of the entire movie, because I was like, he walks back over, and I'm like, these guys are all cops, and this guy I just stepped to him and threatened him. <laughs> it's weird. It is weird freaky. They're all gonna scene. be
2: waiting for him in the parking lot. Yeah, I thought
1: they were gonna beat the shit out of I him. Did too.
2: Uh,
1: but that's not what happened. Corey gets loud with him, he backs him down. And man, I hope he, you too. And he then he invited this... them
2: over for a tart or something
1: weird. <laughs> but then this was like a weird moment where I was like, Corey, this is his first moment where he's like, I'm going to like show who I'm becoming in public. The power. Right? I've got this power and I'm I'm crazy and I'm gonna fucking Michael Myers stab this guy right in the middle of this diner. I don't give a shit, right? But then Allison's like kind of like scared of it but maybe into it and my first instinct was like are they gonna go on a killing spree together yeah it's gonna be a natural born killers moment because if that was the case i'd kind of be into it the folly i'll do Exactly. I'll follow you all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Nailed, Nailed
5: it.
1: it. Thanks, guys. Uh, Corey gives her a ride home, and Allison invites him in, and he goes, no, another night. I've got some killing to do. Doug follows him back <laughs> to the underpass where Michael lives and tries to sneak up on a tent, but it turns out Corey had hidden the homeless man's body in there with a light of some sort. Like, Let's break down this he scene. He
2: does have the, the uh The, the pomp and circumstance yes, of you. it all.
0: Yeah, like the whole setup. But you, put yourself in the mind of Doug. Okay. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to do this.
0: There's this man that you're the suspicious of. This character is a murderer. Doug the Pug. Okay. All right. Uh huh. And you're gonna follow this guy in the middle of the night into this little sewer hole. Well, I don't think
1: he thought he was a murderer. I thought he just wanted to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. yeah okay. It's still maybe. weird. It is still, still still weird. Well, Doug's it's not a very well-adjusted. Still Let's put, weird.
3: Doug's, man, Doug's also right, like a 40 year old I think Doug's man. also got like toxic machismo. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I think
6: he can, Whatever this is, I can handle it.
1: Let's not forget that Doug was the character that pulled her over. Pulled her over and then continued like proceeded to creep her the fuck out in her own car because she wouldn't go out on another date with him doug's not thinking straight here doug there, right <laughs> there. Thanks, you look like, if man. you're wearing these <laughs> shorts with that sweater vest you are a, you're a piece of shit right there. <laughs> you're, you're a hurt. toxic piece of shit uh anyway i thought doug was i did not like, expect to hear nick's carvino <laughs> called doug funny a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> it's pos man POS. piece of shit what a pos uh yeah, no, I, I just got that Doug was like, I'm going to follow this kid where he goes, when, when I have a chance, just beat the shit out of him for embarrassing me in front of this and, and, and hurting my masculinity. Uh, but he gets more than he bargained for because Doug, uh, Corey's got a plan here. He lures Doug into the spider's web. into into. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris, what was, what, what was he called this? Uh, Michael Myers' dark hole. Michael's hole. Yeah, Michael uh And man, they just take turns killing the shit out of Doug. uh And I guess evil doesn't die tonight. uh Corey asks for Michael's help and he says, Show me how to do it. And then my, a weakened Michael grabs the rusty chef's knife and just starts stabbing Doug. uh And as he does, I, I kind of got the feeling that he was like stabbing Doug. And he was like powering up a little bit as he was doing yeah. it. Like, it was yeah. A little juice and I was like, That's kind of cool. But show me how you do this. Yeah.
0: My note I wrote there was, I hate how much I actually like this. And I understand that's a me problem. Like, I should not like what they just did here, but I did. It's not a me problem. It's
4: It's weird because, again, I think the stronger version of this movie is you see these things that Corey is doing and you realize how maybe he's fighting back against this genuinely shitty community, right? And then at the end, you realize he's gone too far. But the movie doesn't hesitate to push him too far. It goes from him accidentally killing a homeless guy who pulled a knife on him and then he's struggling with him, and the guy kind of falls on the knife. To him, going to Michael Myers and saying "Show me how to kill this guy" is like such a
1: <laughs> this, this movie is leaps. It's a little it's a triple leap. jump. It's of a little films, leap, right? For sure. Like it's wild. We could have had maybe twenty more minutes in there to show him sort of declining a little bit over, but even then, it's like it's like it's still gonna come out of fucking left field. But then he heads over to Allison's house, and he asks her a very poignant question, and another one that I, th- I wish they had explored a little bit more. Which he goes, "Hey, did Michael?" let you live or did you escape like did he see something in you and let you live and she's like no man he killed my mom i had to like fight for my life and, she, and he's like oh okay cool you want to bang now and she's like yeah let's go upstairs and bang well, there's
2: also a weird thing when he walks in where it looks like he it looks like he just sniffs her boobs and i don't really understand what that uh, part of i would must have been taking notes
1: at that point. <laughs> I, I miss, That's I didn't, I didn't notice love, that. That's, That's how people yeah. in Hattonfield say hello. But,
0: well, two things I want to say. Uh, speaking of boobs, I loved Jamie Lee Curtis's line where she's just like, you just need to find someone that makes you want to rip off your shirt, <laughs> show them your fucking tits, and say, Let's go. And I'm like, yes, absolutely, JLC. Uh, but then the other thing I want to bring up, speaking of going upstairs to have sex, is unfortunately, I'm sorry I have to do this to everybody, but there is a podcast within a podcast we have to get to. Yes. And it is called <laughs> The Premature Ejaculation Count, brought to you by Nick Scarpito. So, um, currently we have two there, are, there have been two I don't remember the song it uh, was, didn't it have a squirt in it uh, maybe, I think squirt. squirt was in
1: there somewhere I hate this I'm sorry audio listeners Let um, I say it one more time squirt.
0: all I have written down is the, the current count is two and there's an honorable mention for Lonnie
1: but like <laughs> I don't know what that all means but um, um, I, I don't think there was any uh, premature ejaculation in this film I we don't know we cannot uh, confirm nor deny that uh, we do know that Laurie watched them go upstairs as Michael watched Laurie watch them go upstairs yeah. and we finally for the first time in like an hour of this movie happening get the piano tingle which I love yeah and they didn't use it again didn't. I'm like well cool guys thanks you cool. thanks thanks for ruining all my touchstones my, to this franchise
3: my brain blocked out this segment I think,
1: I think you I might have been asleep this. at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah i do want to
2: know at what point at least you were like i'm out in this movie
3: i think it was around after like the dinner date it was
4: in the midst of his killing spree because i had to tell her she was like what happened i was like well did you see him kill all those people and she was like who so.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, the two wake up the next morning. Actually, Corey wakes up first and takes his Halloween mask back because now he's going to be the killer. Lori heads uh, uh, to Lindsay's bar to tell her she saw Michael's eyes and Corey's eyes. And Lindsay introduces Lori to Jeremy's dad, who is still trying to cope with the loss of his son, albeit a lot better than uh, the mom did. And he says, listen, man, I-, I went through this whole thing where I hated this kid, but a part of me was like, I don't I don't want to hate you anymore. So I-, I I saw him walk in and I wanted to just pull him over and tell him that I forgive him and, and let's-, let's reconcile that. But when this kid looks me in the eyes it wasn't him anymore it was someone else and i was a creepy ass scene i was like that's fucking cool let's go everyone deserves to die um
2: has and there we... ever been or maybe i guess there has there ever been this much emphasis on michael myers eyes am i just not remembering yeah,
0: yeah well loomis always
1: would be like talking about how yeah, they were dark dead. they are and dark yeah shark's okay. eyes and that was from jaws
4: black like nose <laughs>
1: Shark's he said,
4: eyes. Like a dude. Shark. a it? Is it? Can you imagine if Quint goes black like a shark's? Eyes. <laughs> yes, like, doll's yeah, eyes. No yeah, the girl's girl's eyes.
1: <laughs> You're like Quint. It, it is a shark's eyes. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Yeah, I'm mixing my movies up here. Let's go back to talk about It Follows. Anyway, Doctor Mathis and Nurse Deb come home for a little late night spooning session. Uh, as a, as a hey, congratulations on this promotion that I gave you because I'm a shitty boss and an even shittier doctor and man. Uh, and then, despite the fact that Deb. Has clearly already showered, and is very well dressed. He's like, "Why don't you get in there and shower again? Because why not?" And then he gets stabbed to death in the grotto. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> the grotto. And, then, uh, and then, and then, and uh, then Corey attacks her, but he can't get through a small window of plate glass. And so, spoilers. Guess what, guys? These two characters have seen the movie Scream, and they go, "What's better than one killer? Two killers!" Michael Myers waiting in there and just be, just fucking pins her to the wall, which. You gotta hand it. It's just an it's awesome callback. Come on, yeah. let's go. Pa, right, like. But it's crazy there. that
2: it took getting to this point in the movie to have like any sort of like theatrical fun kill callback. Anything. It's like what we're like an over an hour into the movie.
1: You, you'd think there'd be a couple more in there for us,
0: but. We do uh, get a couple more, and there's one coming up that I'm extremely excited Wait, like I said,
6: M- Michael killed her, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, he stabbed her to the wall. He pinned her the wall. Just, like
6: he I, the, the thing I remember that I loved, but he stabs her, and then takes, he takes a step back and he looks at his work. Yeah. yeah. He goes, yes. Which did. he it. did in the first <laughs> one. Still got it. Well, no, but
1: <laughs> but he, did that, he did that in the first one as well. So that yeah. was like the director. It was really cool. Well, uh, he loves his theatrics. He loves his theatrics. <laughs> de- he wants to set a scene. Theatricality and deception. That's why they said it.
3: Uh, he hasn't bathed in three years.
1: He's a stinky he probably boy. probably stinky pinky, it's but... It's a sewer. Yeah, there's a lot of free-flowing water down there with the rats yeah. and stuff. They bring you food. Nah. They're your friends. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Corey rides his motorcycle with Allison on the back, and these two make a cute couple. Too bad she's going to have to kill him one day real soon. Uh, over at W... URG 94.9. They hang out on the roof because that's where Corey used to go back in the day and wonder if he can climb that huge radio tower. <laughs> FYI, don't forget about the, the tower, the cell tower, or the radio tower. That's going to come back into play in a weird ass way later.
0: I will say that uh, a couple of us brought up how the beginning of the movie, we had to question, like, is this Halloween? Like, what's even. Is this the right movie? And I think it's because it opens with the radio stations. in. Yep. This yeah. is. Not at all what anyone could have ever bet the opening of a Halloween movie would be. And it's kind of weird. And I feel like they only did any of the radio stuff to get to the radio kill, which get is the easily kill. the best
1: kill well, of this whole movie. And that movie.
2: also is what makes it feel like a period piece, too.
1: Yeah, that people are listening to the radio.
2: Yeah, Well, it's, the the way that he was talking just made it feel like not like current. Yeah, radio,
1: yeah. the shock like jocks Casey from like 1990s. Or yeah. What's interesting, though, is th- I actually thought this was another one of those missed opportunities because this this speaks a hundred percent this guy is the guy that's like the voice of the community and he's one ramping everyone up with the conspiracy theories when you listen to what he's saying he's like michael myers did this and you yeah, and, yeah, and laurie strode's the devil and all this stuff and so i was like oh this Willie the kid character could have been a pivotal character in this but he's only in one scene and then gets has the most gruesome death ever well, which we'll get to in a second I, um so, so
4: i i so you mentioned the radio tower maybe i just not remembering but what where does the radio tower come back into play?
1: When she's driving away and goes, my my grandmother's crazy and thinking that my new boyfriend is a killer. She looks up and sees the radio tower on fire and goes, oh my God, Corey's a psychopath. Which is, you want to talk about Lee? <laughs> you're like, what? what? Yeah. No, she just <laughs> won 80s off camera on that. Yeah, I didn't even
4: pick up. See, the whole thing is like they had this scene and he's like, I used to climb that. And so I was like, oh, this all started because a kid fell to his death. He's going mm. to, to fall off that too. They're setting all this right. stuff up. That's where I was it's like, going to end. Clearly, that, that, that gr- the junkyard grinder is going to come back into play. Yep. And then this is going to be his fate. And then I never... I, I guess I missed it or whatever. But I was like... And they never acknowledged it again. And I was like, why, why did you make such a big deal about you, that being important to you, him?
1: You probably missed it because Frank calls her in the car and says, Hey, your grandma called in a suicide call. Like, get back there. Which you're like okay that's a lot but as she's doing that she looks up and sees a building on fire and there's a lot of things that they throw at you at the same time which is kind of crazy (laughs) Um, but before we get to that I just I do want to shout out I love the production design of this radio station. I love the neon lights. I love everything about this moment. And again, you want to go back to it being very, very much like Drive. It is that. It is a beautifully shot. A lot of the, a lot of the, the shots in this movie, I thought were really well done. Um, and I'm a sucker for just a neon sign on a radio yeah. station. Come on, it's great. Light neon. Uh, it's, it's a pretty easy get for me. Uh, anyway, uh, Corey wants Allison to leave town with her, and he thinks he says, "I think you're scared. You don't have enough bandages to keep me together," which is very true. And then Willie the Kid comes out and says and tells them all to get out of there and taunts. Corey and allison uh, with his wild conspiracy theories and it looks like willie uh has to meet uh my old friend the shape aka michael myers aka the man who pins people to the fucking wall with a rusty kitchen knife aka mike that's some of his friends call him. just mike yeah some of his friends <laughs>
5: the uh, Rat King.
1: mike myers de- <laughs> definitively different <laughs> <laughs> michael myers situation what if this movie was called my friend mike and it's just about Corey's relationship to mike and they just hang out and they're both misunderstood I thought that would have been cool, too. October thirty first. <laughs> oh, sorry. Corey's mom tells him to leave and then slaps him and then kisses him on the mouth. And you're like, what's happening, ma'am? <laughs> Excuse me. This is inappropriate. And then... The
2: whole mom thing is weird because she gets real mad that he's texting someone. She's and
1: very, very, very codependent. She's very Carrie. Very yeah. Carrie. Yeah. yeah. I think it's they're also, trying to establish that she's
4: a kind of abusive. Yeah. Very yeah. abusive. But then... It, it's weird because none of that factors into at all anything. You know, it's, it's 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 like too there's too many threads, right? Either he is corrupt because he came up in this, he grew up in a dark place, or he's corrupt because the town turned against him for an accident that he had no control over. Yeah. Like you can't if, when you have all these things, you're confused. Yeah. None why of them are developing. He's doing what he's doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, the mom. Uh, yeah, uh, but if we didn't have the mom, we wouldn't get the best line in this <laughs> entire movie because Corey's like what the fuck was that i can't deal with this woman who's clearly abusive and then turns to ronald who is sitting in his bark lounger and just says i hope you find love and it's so sad that's it and that's yeah. all he, he has says some in great scene lines ronald. But
2: like, don't tell him about the mo- don't tell her about the motorcycle like yeah. just
1: I'm about about uh, October 31st, it's Halloween night now. Lori finds Corey the next day sleeping in the same spot uh, Jeremy did. I guess this is November 1st. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, and she tells no, him.
6: No, we, we got to talk about it. The, like Lori waking up Corey by like leaning back in the chair yeah, and banging awesome. it until he finally mm. knows. was so cool. That, that was like, fun. like oh, here's, the, here's like the 2018 Lori back. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm going to fuck with this kid. Because I know She's he's activated. evil.
1: Oh, it was so cool. Uh, she tells him, of course, there's two types of evil. An external force uh, and then one that lives inside of them, like an infection. And she's like, I want to help you. And he says, He's like, listen, you can't help me. There's no helping me. And then if I can't have Allison, no one, no one will. Uh, he says, "You want to help Allison? Let her live her life. She has to. Uh, she has me now. You should give in. You should surrender to that feeling. The fr- You should have surrendered to that feeling the first time you ever looked into his eyes. You secretly hoped uh, Michael comes back for you, don't you? I'm the psycho. You're the freak show. And then Corey heads to Michael to take his mask and push him down and break his hip. Uh, and it's just like a weird scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with Michael? Man, give this guy some protein or something. Like he needs a banana. He,
3: he has no vitamin D. <laughs> <but it's laughs>
1: He, he's been in this hole for four years he has been <laughs> in his hole thank you Chris uh, later that night the band bullies come back to find their car keyed with the word psycho on the hood uh, Lori tries to talk Allison out of going with Corey uh, but Allison won't listen because she thinks her grandma is just like trying to just uh, all old past trauma is just coming back up band bullies chase Corey back to the junkyard where they uh, try to fuck with Corey's motorcycle but Billy gets a drumstick through his eye instead and all hell breaks loose payback time Corey runs over Margo <laughs> More Margo's like I don't like any of this, and then she gets run over <laughs> on the chain link fence. It's yeah. horrible. But uh, it's also great because
4: it's it's the perfect. It's like like run to the right.
1: Just There's go like, to the right.
4: So many any other places to go. They yeah. do this. They do the Prometheus thing or Prometheus, whatever, yeah. where they're
1: just running in a straight line. And again,
3: as all of you are talking about this, are you falling in love with this movie? No.
1: Yeah, I am. I love this movie. I think this movie's great. I think you should watch the last hour that you missed when you were sleeping at least.
3: Well, should I, should I watch at least the final scene that y'all were talking about earlier with Lori and Michael? Yeah. You
1: should watch from this point on. From like the point where Margot gets... like Just fast forward until you see Margot hanging off the opposite side of a gate like it's uh, an old NES well, movie. becomes a horror movie again. game, There's some deaths you need to see. Because this I, point I, on, mm-hmm. everything okay. gets a little uh, bananas, which is great. Uh, but again, James, to your point, this is the one thing about the band nerd, if I can break it down for everyone. Everyone take a break because I'm going to tell they you some real write, truth right now. Okay, The writings. band nerd is the perfect creature. The one fallacy, the one... Weakness that we have, Joey, is we just do not know our physical limitations. We don't know that we shouldn't be trying to climb a chain link fence. I know now, after years of actual physical activity, there's no fucking way I'm getting over that fence with the barbed wire. You gotta run to the right, everyone. Always run. I thought
4: you were going to say a band nerd can only turn 90 degrees when a whistle blows.
1: they <laughs> they're always marching. And then <laughs> that would have been a better joke. Uh, anyway, the, the way this rolls out is this just chaos. Poor Ronald gets a shot in the eye because, uh, the James's earlier point, don't put a gun in a band nerd's hand. We don't have to fucking shoot guns. Anyway, the kids no, keep saying we, like, I, I know that you relate, but I just hate it. Nick. I because really I know it. you're a band nerd too. <laughs> don't, don't, I like oh. that you haven't chimed in at all that. You split trumpet in the band. Oh, it wasn't a marching band though. I didn't do the marching stuff. Yeah, I See how was we lie. Sure. Occasionally, stories. Marching is different.
3: He's, I didn't have it. Let's be clear. He's marching most people on a field. were in. I don't think that's intimidating. thing.
4: most people were in bands. not Most people were in marching bands. But I was
3: in band, but not marching in marching band. We didn't have that. So maybe if I did, I would have.
4: Like
0: my band career peaked in front of a Molly Stones during Christmas time playing Ukrainian bell carol. Hell yeah!
3: Oh. I learned about color guard a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how would you how would you say that in the band? universe and how did those intermingle
1: i mean definitely the color guard was an integral part of the marching band they were usually the ones that oh, put that, that and turned the flag. Together. not in my school the color guard flags. we had two okay i'll break it down for you guys th- th- thank you for asking this is a thanks, very important question right. i think that awesome. i think that everyone in the live chat right now who supports on patreon needs deserves to understand this information tim where are you going no this is not the time for a pee <laughs> break can you get me a diet coke tim? <laughs> not <laughs> the time for a pee-pee break tim uh at my school we had the marching band we had the color guard and we had the drill team the drill team you had to audition for they they tended to be it was harder to get into the drill team but everyone else who was who was capable uh was in the color guard and the color guard had flags they were the one that, that spun the flags and all this stuff. The drill they team have just dance
2: like wooden rifle things too? they did
1: do that okay. sometimes but that was only if the if the theme of the show called for it and we weren't all about that life we were all about we did a show uh, it was a sting and the police themed uh and if you think that's weird for a marching band to play you would be correct was
2: like during a football game?
1: Um, well, we used to compete in competition. So oh, we would okay. play the field show during the football. Why am I
2: asking more questions?
1: Because you're fascinated by this <laughs> life. And you want to know what takes a, a normal, young, a well adjusted young man and turns him into a superhero of a marching band. Uh, yeah. Drill, uh-huh. uh, yeah, exactly. And that's, it that's what it says here does.
4: Corey and Allison go on a dinner date. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the plot. Uh, man, these deaths, at least you got to watch at least this one because this is one of my favorite deaths okay. in the entire Halloween series. Uh, Margot is. Pinned underneath uh, a, a tow truck. To Margo. This, this, uh, she's she's pinned underneath the chain link fence. That's that's pinning her. It was a tow truck, right? And she's crying for help. And then Terry's like, "I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna save you." And then Corey grabs Terry, and fires up a spot welder and welds his face. But you see it in the foreground so it's out of focus and his whole face just lights up and he screams for a second before it's just he dies and then uh cory walks over to margo just stomps her fucking head in like it's a pumpkin and it's very very horrifying uh we're back baby uh from there he heads home to kill dear old mom and then over to wkrp cincinnati to bash willie the kid's face into the record player and then cut his tongue off which proceeds to spin on the record player. And I love this because people who are listening to the radio and the rest of the town hear it. They hear the record skipping because Willie's tongue is hitting the needle. Oh. Crazy. Again, uh,
4: great kills. There's great kills in this whole section, but it's just none None of it really feels like it makes sense now. And I would have rather seen Michael Myers doing it, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I feel like a better version of this movie is him unwittingly unleashing Michael Myers on all these people that have wronged him. Yeah. And then having to, like, basically come to terms with that and see, are you going to turn to be a villain or are you going to, like, you know, was this worth it? Like, That's
2: him being know. the puppet master, yeah. kind of? Yeah. You can't just, say
4: it's an accident yeah. this time.
1: Yeah. yeah you cut a man's tongue off that's uh it's a hard thing to accidentally do I, I
6: loved this death though
1: like i think this is my favorite Best death, death in the whole of the movie and
0: it's because mm-hmm. it did death. have those layers of, or like levels of what you're talking about of like it it's was gruesome good. to see like him like actually get the hit then seeing the tongue on the thing it going around like it's funny but then to get the cutaway of hearing yeah. <laughs> the effects of people listening c- it's like this is just good <laughs> very cool very cutting
6: cool. cutting to allison hearing this and seeing the tower burning and like yeah. oh fuck
1: uh, we cut back over to the strode house where Laurie is desperately trying to get a hold of Allison while Allison desperately tries to get a hold of Corey but no dice. So Laurie heads up to the study in a very uh, in a very sad moment to pour one out for herself and then calls in her own suicide. She takes out a revolver, that same cool snub nose like not it doesn't have the hammer, it's a cool looking revolver and she puts it up to her head and as the do- as we kind of dolly back from the door, we hear a shot and we see what looks like brain matter splatter on the wall and who should walk in Corey. He's been there the whole time. What does he find Tim? Lori Strode holding the fucking gun in his face. She's like, "Did you really think Did I'd you kill really myself?" Think I'd kill myself? And it's like, <laughs> "Let so let fucking go. go.
0: Fuck everyone yeah, up, JLC. Lord, we Lord, love you." Why?
1: There's a reality where the ch- another chocolate milk multiverse reality <laughs> where Lori Strode just takes a fucking machine gun to this entire town, and I'm all for it, man. She I goes
2: love uh, Terminator Two,
1: absolutely Terminator Two Judgment Play. Uh, she puts two rounds on Corey's shoulder and then empties the rest of the rounds into the wall uh, she, kiss, she says you came here to kill me so do it uh, but Corey is hip to her game he's like uh oh wait if I kill myself Allison will be lost to you forever and he says if I can't have her and then he stabs himself right in the neck and she's like oh shit I didn't see that coming and then of course tries to stop it but in the worst of the time thing uh, of course this uh, I didn't write it down here but Allison saw the tower on fire got a call from Frank was like oh my god my grandma is not crazy I gotta go save her or whatever and then walks in oh no sorry Walks in, sees her with the knife, and goes, Oh my god, my grandma just killed the love of my life. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Jumps in her car. It just just drives me crazy, though, because
4: none of these puzzle pieces fit
1: together. Like,
4: number one, nothing about this built... The scene plays it like Laurie is gonna kill herself to the audience. And you're like, whoa, even with, like, the pumpkin or whatever, you're like, this is completely coming out of nowhere. But it was a weird trick to trick him... Right, it, which doesn't really make sense, just so that way they could pay off the cool moment of yeah, her saying her badass line, right? Which, which makes sense. But it's it's but it unearned, really cool. and then him he gets defeated immediately, and then he goes, "If I can't have her, no one will." So then he stabs so himself, he... which just means that she won't have her.
2: Usually, that's like, like, like a, I'm gonna kill her. Well,
1: I think he heard. 9/11. I think he saw or heard the car outside and was like, "That's got to be Allison." So I'll I'll time this perfectly. Where it'll look like she's killed me or whatever, which is odd. Except that (laughs) it didn't look like that.
4: Yeah. Except that it didn't look like that at all, right? Like he's lying on the ground and she's standing like five feet away, and she's on him
6: holding the
5: knife
4: because she pulled the knife out of his throat. Yeah, she had blood on her hands. I know. That's what I'm saying, though. He stabs himself and he's on the ground, and then she also understanding what he's doing because he just explained what he's doing. Goes down and does the thing everyone's supposed to do when you're stabbed with a knife in the throat, which oh, yeah. is pull it out and hold it up to your face, yeah. just in time. Like <laughs> it's it a just so lick. Cl- yeah. clunky. Yeah. It's, it's so, so clunky.
1: So clunky. Yeah, it doesn't. Go ahead, Chris, Sorry.
6: I also don't know why Lori actually calls in a suicide. Like, you could have just faked the phone call and Corey could have heard that. Like, I don't know why this actually needs to be a phone call.
1: I don't know why either, other than just to add a little bit of tension to a scene that has none. I got the
0: vibe so that Frank she wanted up? the
1: cops to come, right? Like, she wanted people to be going to the house
0: because
2: oh, she. maybe. Knew.
1: Oh, but, maybe but you could have just she yeah i guess that's talk good. to frank you know this
6: is just her booty <laughs> this is actually booty calls frank
1: yeah 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 <laughs> uh of course uh i think there's an added double whammy here and i could be wrong someone could fact check this but i think this is the exact spot that judy greer died in the house earlier oh, at
3: the bottom of the stairs upstairs uh, uh, in the attic right
1: oh i thought i I, 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 wasn't a different judy
6: greer judy greer dies in michael's room in his house okay
1: never mind then i'm totally wrong i will take back that double whammy (laughs) but
2: didn't someone dies at the bottom of the stairs i thought they did i thought that's where the i think you're thinking or was it the boyfriend (laughs) he gets
6: gets killed at the top of the stairs he gets stabbed through the throat with the and then
2: like stumbles down right
6: yeah yeah um It's also also a different house. It's also a different house. They're they're not living in Michael's house.
1: Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and and strike that from the record. That was just a bad call on my part. (laughs) I will think before I speak next time. Objection sustained. Uh, Lori checks her revolver. It's still empty. And then she hears something moving in the next room and goes, "Uh oh, spaghetti-o. We see Michael take his mask back, which is a hype-ass moment. And then he reaches for his knife. But Corey stops him. He's still alive. And for his trouble, he's like, you need to help me. And Michael's like, you know what, kid? It can be only one Michael Myers. And he just snaps this fucking kid's neck almost clean off. When you see it, it's like he spun the head almost all the way around, like almost pulled it off. And it was just horrifying to look at. And of course, Lori's like, Oh shit, it's going down. She locks herself. Um, into the cupboard or whatever. As Allison drives away, uh, she stops dead in her tracks when she sees the radio tower on fire and gets a call saying like everything's going crazy. And she's like, "Oh no, I got to go back and help uh, uh, Grandma Lori." Uh, of course, Lori's hiding in the in the cupboard. Uh, while Michael is like, "Oh, I've, I've been we've been, we've done this dance before." Again, another homage where she's staring out throughout slacks at Michael, and it's like the, an homage to the first one. And then, boom, Tim, mm-hmm. let me stop you. Okay, we mm-hmm. did another great series called Rocky. Yes, right. We did. <laughs> and it was a wonderful moment the end of rocky 2 where apollo creed just says can you can we get in the ring one more time can we get in the ring one more time because you won with 10 seconds or two seconds left and that is very difficult for a man of my ego to deal with we got to go back one more time ladies and gentlemen this is round three strode versus Myers. Mm-hmm. holy shit they are throwing each other around this goddamn kitchen like like has no tomorrow and i'll tell you what Stunt double for JLC here. Taking a lot of hard
5: hits. Yeah. Just
1: getting thrown through plate glass. Getting thrown into the kitchen. We have that one moment. Wonderful moment in the trailer where Michael Myers t- turns on the garbage disposal oh. and starts putting her yeah. hand down there, which is the worst thing you could ever do.
0: Tons of references to other Halloween movies, canon and not canon, uh, in the, the kills and sequences here. Like She gets, uh, she gets stabbed with the knitting needle, which yeah. he did, she did to him in right. the original movie. And then the garbage disposal thing, if I remember correctly, is from Halloween H2O. Uh oh. where somebody actually with Josh with, Hartnett, uh yeah, and with uh uh
1: Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, it's funny yeah. that you mentioned that guys because of course, I watched the faculty uh, last weekend also starring Josh Hartnett, and I was like, does was he in a Halloween movie? Can mm-hmm. you guys just confirm that for He's me? He's supposed
2: Thank to be you're... her son, yeah. right?
1: Introducing, correct. He was introduced, introducing yeah. oh. Josh Hartnett did in that s- movie. Mm-hmm. Did now, now a question for you, James? Did he still have that weird ass haircut that he rocked throughout the entire 90s and early 2000s? Where I it was mostly he did. it was like pinned was down kind of in the a front, bowl front cut, and then right? blown out in the back, yeah. like it was like like he like like a duck blown out. You <laughs> know, we we mentioned
4: uh, Men in Black Three earlier, and I mm-hmm. always felt like he should have been the young Tommy Lee Jones. You see a ah. picture of the two of
1: them side by side; it's like a time portal opened. I will make sure josh brolin knows that i will note that for josh brolin next time i talk to him thank you uh let's see they go home they fight like crazy and it ends up uh she ends up uh pinning his hand uh to the to the butcher block and then she uh pins her his other she gets mounts him which is great smart move uh uses her leg to pin the other hand grabs another butcher block. boom jesus he's a metaphor for jesus right here and then we she just <laughs> totally fucking was like, I got to pin his, his his feet down some, somehow, and I'm out of big <coughs> knives. So what do I use? The refrigerator, of course. Uh-huh. Just a big old dead weight. Uh, comes in and then takes his mask off. So uh, congr- I need to stop you here because <laughs> I don't remember the details of this. But before we saw this movie,
0: Cool Greg comes up to me, and he was just like, hey. I saw on Twitter <laughs> that Jamie Lee Curtis frog splashes Michael Myers off of the refrigerator. That awesome. <laughs> like, was watching, we We're watching the movie and we see the fridge. We both lose our minds, because we're like, "Is she about to
1: fucking frog splash it?" But she doesn't do it. Unfortunately. No, she does not. She pins him and then she jams a, a knife right into his lungs, and so he actually starts bleeding out for the first time in the in the in the series. I think you're just a man who's about to stop breathing. I love it. Dang she it. goes, "I've run from you. I've chased you. I've tr- I've tried to contain you, and I've tried." to forgive you i thought maybe you were the boogeyman no you're just a man who was about to stop breathing and then she slashes his throat but not before he rips his hand out of the knife and it's all like seg- segmented and grabs her by the throat and she's just like motherfucker do it do it do, I like, love it. do it you want to do it do it uh, of course he starts squeezing and she's like i welcome the sweet release of death but of course uh, allison comes home know. and stops him and pries the arm off um and it's like this ain't how this is gonna go down. Uh, she says, "I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna let him do this to you." Together, uh, they cut open Michael's wrist and then his throat, and he bleeds out. And they're just like gutting this guy like it's a pig. Um, and then Frank comes. And he shows up finally with the cops, and it's a gruesome scene. And he takes it in and he says, "Michael." And then uh, Jamie Lee Curtis says, "He's dead." And then he, uh, or actually, I think Allison and, says, yeah. "Dead." And then Jamie Lee Curtis goes, "Not dead enough." But first. We got to parade this motherfucker throughout town, so everyone can see that Michael Myers is dead, and all their fears dude. and all their tension and all their this, anger this, is gone. This,
4: uh, the whole oh, kitchen—no
6: one knows that.
1: Yeah, oh, wow. I know.
4: Yeah, yeah. the the whole The whole kitchen—they could have had a mannequin or whatever. Like. Yeah,
6: it's just a random
4: dude. <laughs> These two women just slaughtered. Um, they, the the uh, the interesting thing about this is that as cool as their the sequence in the kitchen is, it still feels like a worse version of the thing from the first. Halloween 100%, Yeah, 100%. in the trilogy. The first one was so it's like cool. It's, it's, it has the exact same moments where like, oh, you think she's going to get, she's running, but then she's fighting, and then there's a back and forth, and she had a plan, she always has a plan, and then, oh, her family, who has been at, like, at arm's length from her, helps, and it's only all of them working together that they're able to defeat this monster, like, it's weird, because it's it's good, but... I've already seen it better in the same franchise. Yeah, but at least it moves around.
1: It moves at a fast clip because we're we're just like, this is great. We're gonna get to the end. No, not not, no more. One more scares. You know, you think Michael's gonna come back one more time or grab it? It doesn't happen. But what I do love is this next scene because as they're um, as they're strapping Michael's body to Tim's Prius, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) one of the deputies goes, "This is not how it works." And then the sheriff from the last movie gets out of his car and he goes, "It does tonight." That it works yeah. that way tonight. And they take him over to the junkyard. The whole town passes him, uh, passes the body like Spider Man from Spider Man. <laughs> oh my over. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they yep. just put his ass in the pulverizer. Mm-hmm. And he Spider-Man just. Spider Man 2. That's Spider Man 2. It's,
4: yeah, it's fair
6: Probably enough. He
1: died fair for it there goes important the important tip of Spider Man 2. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say Matrix Revolutions, but it you know it was like a which way do we go? With <laughs> That's this? all like one guy be like,
6: Oh, he's just the kid.
5: He's just the kid, he's the <laughs> uh,
1: And then they pulverize him and man, you think oh it's gonna like he's gonna pop back up one more nope. It's just a it's just a just a puff of blood that happens. And I'm like, well, I I really do think we killed him this the time, evil guys. evil died tonight. I don't yeah. know if we did it coming but, back from but this. But
2: now we now you can transfer the spirits with the yeah. guys. So.
1: Exactly. And so Corey is going to come back, mark to my shape. words. They're going to need some more money in a couple years. Uh, the next morning, Allison apologizes to her grandmother for not believing her. And Lori finishes her memoirs and says uh, goodbye to her boogeyman. Uh, Allison leaves town for good. But the truth is, evil doesn't die. It just changes shape. Spoilers. god damn it and then frank stops by to give her some fresh produce and thank her for her service to the town and then as he's walking away laurie stops him and asks him about give those cherry blossoms meat. and they sit on the stoop together and then we get some eerie scenes from inside the house which i think we did from the first one right That's this the is first the, one homage. the original movie yeah mm-hmm. and Seems it's great the empty rooms the empty rooms which is always just such an odd and cool way to end a movie and then the last scene is just all of her notes and all of her books and stuff and mike michael myers mask on the coffee table and that is how it ends. How Halloween ends. Halloween ends. Joey, do you know why I just got this? I don't know. What did Greg dear. do? What did he do? He
5: just
0: Greg, aired- Greg Miller would like to airdrop you a photo, and it's just a picture that says little bitch. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> That's it. He got
1: you. He so, got you, too. I, what I hate about this is I haven't seen Greg today. And like yeah. this, this is no how I. Popping. This is how I learned that he's in the building. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. The thing is, if we just told Greg that the building's closed, he would stop coming. <laughs> he would never check. He's too. He doesn't. He doesn't know how technology works. Let's get to a
0: segment I like to call Elise Haiku in Review. Do you remember the song?
3: Seven syllables in the middle, five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret. it. Haikus don't have to rhyme. I don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review perfect haiku in review
2: nailed it absolutely
0: nailed, it. nailed it uh Thank here's nailed a, a haiku in review form from mad exposure aka madeline she says he's a little 2 party for us mm. evil didn't die michael lives in a sewer but he made a friend <laughs> weirdly a rom-com he's crushed to death pretty cool halloween ended <laughs>
2: There yeah, we go. you go. Sums it up. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we, we have we have three <laughs> three more segments for us to to rank things here. I'm going to okay. start with uh, therapy for you and me. If you don't remember, Therapy for You and Me is where we rank the therapists. Uh, Dr. Zartan oh, right. is number one. Oh, the doctor oh, that got right. need is number two. And Dr. Loomis is number three. Mm-hmm. Is number three. It's not a
1: therapist. We do get a doctor. Dr. Mathis. Doc- Dr. Doing Dr. Doing Mathis. Doctor. <laughs> yeah. We got he's Dr. Mathis. Scummy. He's pretty scummy. I think he's, he's he goes to the bottom. He's his nurse. Yeah. I'll, I'll put him at the bottom. This guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. Great house, though. I will say that. Dope house. Dope house. Dope house. Yeah. Well, right? like, can I, I you imagine the barbecues you get out of there? Only uh, we ranking them based on like how, how bad, bad they, they are
2: so he would be yes hired? i would put him mean,
1: the number two this, wow yeah okay. i mean he
4: didn't un- i mean he didn't unleash evil he, he's a misogynist
1: yes yeah. but
4: he did not unleash an evil upon the city but he did give someone a
1: promotion that
4: he was having a sexual and he was affair with.
2: like and, harassing and his employees
4: fair. that's true to, to be fair we only saw Allison's perspective. We don't know. I mean, she's most of the time I saw her, she was on the back of a motorcycle, not wearing a helmet. Maybe she was supposed to be at work. Maybe she was supposed to be doing other things. We don't know his story.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're saying a lot of stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah.
1: You're saying a lot of stuff. Is, I will true. say,
2: as harassment, obviously bad. He's not oh. trying to unleash a murderer.
1: Yeah. Now, yeah. hold on. Yeah. I,
2: I, want, I want to clarify
0: something that even looking at this list, I don't know. This is not ragu bagu. This is not us ranking the bad guys. This is us ranking the therapists, Yeah. yeah. which I don't remember yeah, if we were ranking them in terms of they're good or bad. I think I we think they the were rule. good. Were they good okay Chris. then this guy's got to go dead last well
2: but then if Dr. who's loomis number one is at the no, bottom no. i feel like no, then we ranking them by because the, the from
6: 2018 who unleashes michael and wants to be michael was number one because okay, he okay so that's him I just don't know who loomis loomis was. that's sergeant okay then yeah, okay, okay, you
0: guys are correct then because then is.
6: loomis was just like i'm trying to like kill this guy that i, I know is evil like, so then i think he should go
2: above loomis then
4: i
6: think so too yeah
2: loomis was a good dude cool I don't yeah. remember anything about the doctor that got need. If I'm being honest,
0: that must have been kills.
6: Yeah.
2: Oh, like in the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> there's a doctor who just
6: gets full on need by the mob. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh,
0: oh, right. over oh the absolutely. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, so right. then this right. guy's yeah, number yeah, two. Yeah. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so Chris yeah. Is right. Okay, this guy's okay. Number two. James is absolutely correct about everything. Boom, there we go. Now it's time
1: for ragu bagu. Da-na-da-da-da-da. Ragu. Da-na-da-da-da-da. Bagu. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Guys Talk Bad Guys here on Halloween in Review. Tim, take it away. <laughs> number <Currently, laughs> one, we have Michael Myers from Halloween Kills. Number two, we have Michael Myers from
0: 2018. And number three, we have Michael Myers from Halloween 1978. Where
1: do we mm-hmm. want to put Sexy Corey? Sexy Cory? Sexy Corey and, and Michael?
2: Oh, why is he
3: Sexy Cory? I just threw
1: it out there to see how it felt, <laughs> Joey. Did it feel right? We'll, we'll dial it back. Well, it's not they, a big deal. Um,
3: are they being introduced this as a duo or individually we're at odds we're ranking the the duo
0: against okay the other ones
1: it's gotta be real low for
2: me I think it's It's gotta be the bottom for me it's 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 pretty
1: last it's pretty last (laughs) and I'll I'll tell you why because for a movie that should revolve around the killing we don't get an awful lot of that and what we do get is interesting but I wanted more I wanted I wanted there to be a little bit more reasoning behind what's going on here and I wanted to feel that transition with Corey devolving into the the darkness a lot more and we just don't get it we get him playing at being a killer and honestly not very good at it until the very end but i guess everything takes practice couple cool deaths but honestly that doesn't save how bad the bad guy's story is right so yeah i think it's last does
0: anyone have a case that it's not last no (laughs) motion passes the motion passes (laughs) and now it's time to rank the halloween movies currently we have halloween 2018 at number one halloween kills at number two and halloween 1978 at number three where do we want to put Halloween
4: ends?
1: What's Kills at? We had, we had Halloween two.
4: 1978 at number three. Uh, <laughs> I mean.
2: I'll say it. I'm I putting this last.
0: I'm putting it last. <laughs> easily uh, I'm putting it, so last. putting it last. Dude. Agreed. Yeah. yeah.
3: Same.
1: Well, Nick, my where opinion doesn't it? matter anymore. Uh, I would have put it a little bit higher um, because I, I found the movie interesting. I did. And, and, and our criticism, I believe, of the original Halloween was that it's not scary. it's very slow. it's very methodical and that was it made it for less of an entertaining movie now when you when you judge it against the criteria of twenty twenty two obviously uh, it's a classic we love it and it, but it's got it's kind of boring um, I think
2: it attempts to build tension though in a way that this one just disregards for the a- most agreed
1: part. it's more of a horror movie and it it, it it leans into and and let's be honest like set the tone for a lot of horror movies to follow which is why it's always going to be a classic this movie i liked parts of it i liked the way it was shot i liked the overall vibe of it it's just not a halloween movie which is weird so i guess saying that it's got to be last on my list for me so there we go that's the end and probably
0: the end of halloween in review i don't think don't that, uh, that uh that another
4: one's got they, i mean let's go back i think they only had one. three the, the, no, yeah, I, think, I think Blumhouse Blumhouse this, only had three. Totally. I think the rights revert so
5: to now, someone yeah. else. No,
4: this is like this is the end of this trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
6: What so, if we just
2: go back and watch H2O uh, just for fun? You know. Uh, you know what, Joe? Oh, I'm I am definitely
4: would love to. H2O, H2O sucks. I'm not. I've never seen
0: it.
3: Not. <laughs> but too is long it? Ago. Is it a H2O fun bad though? time though? It's a good time with friends. Come on. Yeah.
0: What about Resurrection? Oh my God. This the Michael Myers sewer stuffs from Resurrection wow I don't know if
2: I've ever seen
0: is it is it yeah isn't he hiding in the sewer uh, like like his stories that he's been in the sewer and stuff and then Busta Rhymes has a reality show I don't remember one day we yeah, might get I to know, that, that, <laughs> <great>. <laughs> that any martial great. arts
6: Michael Myers yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta love it let us know in the comments below what you think of Halloween ends um and hey if you want to get on a motorcycle and just go out let me know what color that motorcycle <laughs> would be all right uh, I'm gonna be looking through those comments and I want to see some cool colors don't get don't, don't be boring Give me
5: something good. Yeah. But until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.